pull. Is there any you can scoot to your left just a little bit, or do you have something that in the way? Left? That is like this. Left. Yeah. This yeah, that you're actually down. perfect now. <laughs> oh, gotta get well, now we can see your body pillow. Is that a body pillow? <laughs> a bleach. One thousand percent bleach body pillow. <laughs> it's, it's just a wall hanging. It's not a pillow. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. All right. Here, I'm gonna. I'm gonna show. Is it that what you call it in the UK? Biscuits and crackers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Static Zone Podcast, where we discuss everything you watched back when TVs had a static snow cover channel before you popped in your VHS or switched over to Channel 3. If you have to go to work, you wear the pants. I'm Scotty Moe. We can say he's wearing an adult diaper and no one will search him. It's Corey, a.k.a. Tornado Jones. Water floats, but also capsizes boats. Nick Flair is here. And what does it mean when there's a picture of a skull? Good stuff. It's Graham Cookson. Say hello, gentlemen. <laughs> Hello. Hey, hello. Matt, he's so happy with himself that he got to say all of that without it being interrupted. <laughs> like, yeah. He's so happy. <laughs> yeah. It's only been six or seven years that I've listened to Scotty do these. <laughs> Always get interrupted immediately after one. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was usually Tom. Not the la not Tom who was on the last episode, but Tom, yeah. another yeah, Tom, yeah. and another life. Uh, um, speaking, we'll segue from... I was editing like the stuff for this podcast, and I forgot when I opened the OBS of all the pictures of the shadow that I had in the background, and it scared me a little bit because I forgot how horrifying... Like, cause I which had, picture like, was it? It was the one where he was halfway in his cosmetics, but it didn't look... So he just looked like a big Alec Baldwin mixed with Frankenstein. Oh, like, no. That's no good. That one looked Oof. real bad, so... Anyway, yeah. sorry to derail the conversation. <laughs> there are some nightmares. I've actually got a question to ask you about your intro that you always do. Okay, I've sure. I've been on your show many times. I've also been on it before. But I still don't Big fan, first time listener, last time. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I still don't fully understand the bit where you say switch to channel three. Uh-oh, we've got oh. a regional difference. So back in the day when TVs were made of wood and weighed as much as a house. I can't believe we're explaining this. <laughs> um, there was you had to switch over to either channel three or four depending on your setup because there was no like, yeah, AV was a, input yet it was um, a cable like adapter that went into the tv cable so you had to go to a tv channel to play mm -hmm. your video games yeah that's what we did but we normally just put it to channel zero because no one used channel zero later no, on or five were tv channels some later tvs that i had you had to go to either channel zero or to the just then you got video so you would mm -hmm. just switch over to video mm. Yeah, I mean, or I... In theory, you could put it on any channel on my old TVs. You could tune whatever you wanted to any channel. So you could put computer games oh, on Oh, you couldn't do that. Like, I could, put it on zero. I could reach behind my TV right now and grab one of the old... Uh, since I have retro stuff hooked up, and there's a switch on, on some of them mm -hmm. that would go from the console to the TV where you can switch it to either channel three or four. I don't think I ever used channel four. Um, but speaking of channel zero, I don't think I ever had a channel zero that was not just the local like yeah not even local yeah. news like the local channel it could be anything from like or just TV a school guy. bar saying what local stuff is happening or like local tv shows yeah so so that was your pbs 
Uh, no, PBS was its own thing. Um, oh, but okay. Zero was like very local. Like this is going on at the municipal center or whatever, you know, yeah. on Saturday. My PBS was five. And I think Zero was like local guide. Uh, um, whoa. My PBS oh. was probably like seventeen. Graham said, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could tell you. Was very different. MTV was, was twenty nine. Uh, VH one was forty seven. Cartoon Network was fifty. Disney. Oh, my Cartoon Network. Or, was I'm 50. sorry. FX was fifty four. Disney was like sixty two. And back in my day, you had to pay for it. There was no Disney on public cable. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't get that until we got satellite when I was like a yeah. teenager. And but I that, no. like that finally clicked on once when I was talking, we Rachel and I were talking about stuff and I was saying how like I was a Nickelodeon kid. And then she was telling me about all these Disney TV shows and movies. I'm like, wait a minute. I couldn't be a Disney kid if I wanted to. We had to pay for Disney. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, uh, my cousin out in the country stole cable. So they had Disney and HBO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I had a friend across the street who um, uh, he's actually one of the few people that I still talk to from like high school and back in the day and stuff. But he had a cable box and he would always have people over to watch wrestling and they would have to pitch in for the pay-per-view events. For the, yeah, yep. that's uh, a legal provider. <laughs> oh, yeah. What um, what I think is still funny is when you drive on kind of the more remote highways I will see um, like motels and inns and whatever that do advertise. We have HBO like as a reason to stop there. Yeah, yeah. I have I'm, it too, motherfucker. It's right here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's still a there's still you still see free Wi-Fi or whatever on a hotel and motel. Mm. Like that's a selling um, point. Like that should be yeah. that's that's a right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, it really should. Like my shoes have we wifi, have water, bitch. Uh, yeah, we have water. <laughs> I, that's probably in Jersey. You see that we have water with uh, what's oh, it called? Yeah. I forget what they're called. They throw in there. Um, but that's right. You guessed it. We watched Drunken Master too. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, little segues from the intros are my favorite. That's all right. I like. Uh, yeah, people dig the banter that's irrelevant. So I think that's what we're all about here. Um, but to to sort of introduce, reintroduce our guests, returning guests. Um, previously. Both of them are. Nick was on for oh my god memoirs of a memories of murder memories of murder memories I couldn't remember the murder. alliteration I was gonna say murder memories um, look our next episode is the what what is it ranking of cinema so that's when we'll re remember oh yeah we did watch that like <laughs> yeah yeah we definitely will then uh, and Graham was on for another Jackie Chan flick Police Story one yes so so many Jackie Chan movies we've done yeah we've actually <laughs> done somehow more Jackie Chan than Resident Evil um. So that's good awesome that uh have not <laughs> been consistent in doing uh the sequel jackie chan sequels though because police story was the first one rush we did rush hour two police story one and now drunken master two or the legend of drunken master one i don't know what i guess we'll maybe get we into learned, that too we learned our we learned our lesson with uh the rush hour we should have done all three of those as one episode <laughs> i think it would yeah, have been fine probably yeah 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 um so yeah, so we'll spoilers ahead uh, for the little Guns. plot that there is. <laughs> it, it'll happen. What are you talking about? There's so much fucking plot going on. <laughs> oh, so much. So Graham, why don't you read? Uh, so you Talks have the, the. It looks like the um, outside of China release, basically, right? Yes. You have a sticker yeah. on there. What is that? That's that's from the place. Oh wait, Miramax produced or distributed this in the West, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. What's wrong with that? Um, oh wait, no, I got it mixed up. I thought that was never mind. I thought that was the Weinstein one. My bad. So, oh. 
<laughs> read yours, Graham, um, and I'll read mine. Okay. <clears throat> uh, okay. The action legend himself, Jackie Chan, Shanghai Noon, Rush Hour, explodes onto the screen on Blu-ray disc in a power-packed adventure that critics agree captures some of the most incredible action stunts ever. When the British government is discovered smuggling precious Chinese artifacts out of the country, folklore hero Wong Fei Hung, Chan, in brackets, uses a uniquely outlandish style of martial arts, drunken boxing, to fight the conspirators and salvage the valuables before it's too late. And the more Hung drinks, the more agile he becomes, able to fend off numerous attacks with unbelievable moves. The, with Chinese treasures and family pride on the line, Hung steps up to every challenge. It's a fun and unstoppable entertaining hit in Blu-ray high definition. Cha. Was this like the first Blu-ray that released or something? Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, mine says the same thing, but completely different. So this is a lesson in Wait, rewriting what? the same essay for every college <laughs> final exam, right? Um, so I have a Blu-ray that is, it says Drunken Master 2, on the front and it has the poster that I think is also showing up if you ever watch the video version of this. Is this the same? Is this the poster? I forget yes, what we're yes. looking at already. Yeah. But Graham's is like him punching through paper. Nothing yeah. more lethal yeah. than that. Fuck paper. But that one just <laughs> says you, Yeah, it just says the legend of the drunken master. Does that Mine says drunken and then master, master two in, that, two. in two cool fonts. So uh okay. this secret says, with a lot of kit. That's what it says uh, me. Sorry. There's a lot of versions of this movie, apparently. Yeah, this actually has two summaries, which is really weird. I'll read both of them here. So the first one here, Wong Fei-Hung knows the rule. No drunken boxing without his father's permission. Rules, however, are sometimes made to be broken. So is anything else that crosses Wong's path. Next paragraph. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Jackie Chan plays Wong in the wildly inventive and hilarious action comedy hailed as one of his all-time best. Determined to stop the smugglers of priceless national artifacts, Wong confronts his foes with drunken boxing, a loose-limbed fighting style in which he staggers, leans, weaves, and clowns like a sailor on shore leave. The style, uh, sorry, what? the style's name, I don't know if this is Bellies or Belies, because it's B-E-L-I-E-S, I think it's Belies. I think it's uh, Belies. Belies, yeah. The style's name belies the intricate nature of its choreography. The show-stopping final smackdown alone with bravara touches that include Wong turning himself into a human blowtorch, blowtorch, sorry, took four sober-minded months to shoot. It's 200-proof excitement. (laughs) Okay. Somebody likes their jokes who wrote mine. Um, But yeah, this one has the original English subs as seen in the Hong Kong theatrical release, which has that unedited ending and then it also has cantonese and um i think spanish i forget already it doesn't list everything on here but yeah i think you and i might have watched that same version because i watched the youtube version yeah this one does not have the dub by jackie himself i think graham's does right yeah this oh this has only got dubbed in english it doesn't have any cantonese oh really like that yeah that's so so i was actually disappointing thing because i like watching the original cantonese with english subtitles normally Oh, well, uh, the yeah. version I was watching that was shared to me first. That's the only way. That's how I'm going to word that is uh, I didn't like it because it didn't have subtitles. And I was like, I, I, I didn't like the English dub right off the bat. So I was like, now I got to go listen to the watch the original version. So the, yeah. the non Jackie dub. Yeah, no, this one was the Jackie dub, I believe. Oh, oh. mine was not. OK, mine was not. Um, yeah. 
So let's see. I, well, I Jack, I was fine. The other voice. Let's were talk not about fine. what everybody. Which one? So which one did you watch then, Nick? So I, uh, the version that I bought has the original English dub without Jackie. Uh, I watched it for about is. like ten minutes, and I was originally like, okay, I'm gonna take notes on the differences that I remember. After about 10 minutes, I'm like, I can't do this. Uh, so I, I found a copy with Jackie because that's the one that I grew up with. Um, right. And I watched the Jackie dub to uh, its completion. So uh, I only have a couple differences that I noted. Okay. Gotcha. Um, it, so we'll, just out of curiosity, is it only Jackie's voice that has changed? or, or They're all changed. Voice? They're, they're all, changed, okay. yeah. Because I somehow, the, the first, I watched this twice. But I was also having issues watching one, so I like kept. I saw, I I don't want to say two and a half times, but like two and a third time because I was trying to find another version. Um, so the the first one I watched uh, was subtitled, and just that's it with English subtitles, and I got through that okay. And then the uh, the other one, which I think somebody shared, uh, it, it was the one that we had in our chat that we were able to all access. Yeah. That one has Jackie's right. voice. I watched it some does. of that. I watched I some like of that, it. but I really, I think I started to watch some of that, and then my Blu-ray showed up, so I'm like, well, let's see what the Blu-ray had. Yeah, that's exactly what happened, is I watched it once, then I was going to watch it a second time, but then this showed up in the mail, so I was like, let's see what the Blu-ray has. This is not Jackie's voice, and it's, like, not great. Like, the dubbing is no. not wonderful. Um, no. It's just not... It's a stereotypical foreign language dub. Is it like it barely matches uh, what they're saying, even with the timing and stuff and like the okay. emphasis? And they, <laughs> what's <word>. hilarious <laughs> is I'm sure I've encountered this other times, but like with this dub, they were they didn't need to, but they were like dubbing background actors and stuff. So, but it was on the same volume level as the main oh, characters. Oh no! So I think I I remember hearing I laughed at. It. I should have taken a note on it because I laughed at it in the background. I know where you just hear a dude like in the steel mill or something say, "Oh hey, what's up, Brian?" Like out of nowhere, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love that. Like, um, yeah, yeah. I'd, I so, gotta find that. Part of me uh, trying to push through on the original dub was something that I realized they rename the moves or the oh, things that Jackie calls out when he's doing the various sitting attack. <laughs> yeah, the self massage uh, or whatever it was. Yeah, the Jackie dub calls that uh, yeah. nursing a hangover. Oh, which okay. I thought was funny. Yeah. Well, that makes um, sense for the movie. So yeah, all, right. all his moves are meant to be related to some sort of either alcohol or yeah, and normally yeah. animal and alcohol, like monkey holding yeah, something yeah. or something like that. Can I? Well, before we get, I guess start talking about the movie, I guess Scotty should probably run through the logistics, and then we could start talking about parts yeah, of the movie. Like, let's do that. Well, I mean, we are still technically on track because we mentioned the blu-ray and then we all talked about which ones we watched so oh yeah that um, is true. where to watch this though you can rent it on youtube it, it this was such a giant task to find like a, a version to watch that we all thought was decent because it is rentable on youtube i think that's the one maybe i don't even remember with jackie Dubb that's the original it's the the original cantonese version with english subtitles on youtube Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. And it, what was throwing me off is it appears on Amazon Prime three different ways because it's on there twice as Drunken Master 2 and once as Legend of Drunken Master, but you can't actually buy or rent any of them. It's just on there. Yeah. 
information. Um, which was like, and I thought I was getting confused by that because I was like, oh, maybe it just won't do it through the phone so or through the fire stick. So I was trying to do it on the phone and it's just that um, happened with near dark. It was available on there and then they just like got rid of it. It's like this is a movie that exists, but you cannot rent it from us. So thanks yeah, for coming here. I wonder if that's a weird <laughs> rights thing and just one more fiasco of streaming services now is I think that it's, it's licenses. Like, like legally allowed to appear, but legally they cannot sell it or something like that, you know? Because uh, yeah. that would happen all the time with stuff I was trying to find that would end up on Shutter. It would just disappear from other services. Oh, yeah. And nobody knew. Um, yeah. But it is just, sort of UK, visually you can't on Prime. Even get it on YouTube, though. Oh, really? Oh, okay. it's, it's, you, there's no. There's, there's a dodgy version that I sort of found, but it was unwatchable. Mm. So I was like, yeah, this yeah. is. They don't even have it for rent in the UK. It's really yeah, annoying. or that's the yeah. ones you find where it's like zoomed into three fourths so that they're not going to get caught by having the yeah. picture on yeah. on their channel. I've watched some movies in reverse on YouTube before. So. I mean, <laughs> back in the day, I might have watched most movies like in two parts on my laptop, and then eventually that's how I watched Brain Scan before my yeah. Blu-ray came in. So. Right. Oh yeah, um, but you can look at it. You can look at the picture of it on Amazon. Uh, but otherwise, DVD, Blu-ray, uh, in the UK, I have a note here. Did you add this, Graham? Probably? Yeah. You can Basically, only... I, yeah, I oh, go ahead. Find it on Blu-ray in the UK, and even then, it's really hard to get. I had to get it secondhand from... In the UK, there's a shop called CEX, uh, which mm -hmm. does, like, old DVDs and computer games and stuff. That's the only place I could find it. Like, Amazon... I think Amazon had some secondhand copies on there, but they were really expensive, and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't find the brand-new version anywhere, so... Ah, it's so crazy. good luck. Another movie you can't watch that we have reviewed. <laughs> right. Yep. Even, maybe even more restrictive than Tony Hawk's Until the Wheels Fall Off is this one. Um, no, Joey. I still can't find Joey anywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. We sure do find him. We're so cool. Um, so we'll, we're so cool and hipsters and stuff. We're going to go through the cast and crew. Um, I apologize if I butcher any of these names. But we'll zip through them, and uh, then we'll go through and get into all the good numbers and stuff here. So, as we've said, if you haven't figured it out, Jackie Chan is the star. He plays Wong Fei Hung. Uh, Lung T plays Wong Ki Ying, Wong's father. Uh, Anita Mui Ling. Wait, shit. Too many dashes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Anita Mui Ling plays Wong's stepmother. She was also known as Madonna of the East or something along those see, lines, like a pop star. I can star. see that. Um, she's mm -hmm. unfortunately passed. She passed in the early 2000s, but uh, we'll get more into her. But I will say next she's to Jackie, fantastic. she's probably my favorite character in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. But we've also got Felix Wong, who played Sang. Uh, Chi Lang Yong played Master Fu Wenqi. Uh, as Lar oh, that was another thing. These were like not credited accurately either in some versions. Mm -hmm. So fun stuff. Also known as Lar Ka Luing. Ken Lo played John as Lo Hui Kang. Karlok Chin played Fo Sang as Chin Karlok. Ho Song Pak played Henry. Uh, Chi Kwong Cheng played Seo. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, Yi Shong Hang played Uncle Hinge. And Andy Lau um, played the counterintelligence officer. So that's what I've got. Early cameo of Andy Lau. Uh, Wait. Who was he? Oh, yes. He was the guy on the train. The yes. guy who hit Jackie Chan in the face with a baseball. Oh, I just read his name. Sorry, I'm brain dead. Um, <laughs> Wait, so uh, before I forget, after the train part, is that the last we see of him? I think yes. so. 
I was okay. I thought he was coming back. So. That, that did confuse me because he was obviously like a man of stature, and then we were dealing with men of stature, and he just wasn't anywhere. I thought he was going to come like back and be like the crew. good guy. Yeah. Like he should got we, the fish. Yeah, and he talk just about did... this right now. Like, we... oh yeah, I think uh, this is a big point of the movie that really confused me as well. Uh, let him go through the let's go through go the director, through directors and writers. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you have a stop? Sorry, right, we're so excited. Directors and writers, the director Chow Ling Ying and Jackie Chan. So, uh, Chow Ling Ying, oh, I'm so sorry. He went on to direct Drunken Master Three, which does not have Jackie Chan in it. Um, also, okay. Drunken Monkey, Tiger on the Beat One and Two, Cat versus Rat, and he played a zombie in the 2014 hit Zombie Fight Club. Um, oh man, yep, the good that, roster. I, I did look that up, and that was a product of its time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, then it was written by Edward Tang, Meng Ming Tong, and Kai Che Young. And we have the opening numbers, but they are for North America. Um, because Sorry, I can never find any opening numbers for anywhere outside of the U.S. I don't know if I just don't have a site for it or what. Um, but so this was, let's see here. Oh. Got too many screens in front of me. Budget supposedly was ten million. Uh, domestic was eleven million five hundred fifty-five thousand four hundred thirty, but internationally thirty-four million approximately. So that's a lot of dollars. That's Good. a lot of ducks. Good um, to uh, clarify. The budget is ten million Hong Kong dollars. Okay, doke. What does that translate to? Anybody know? I don't know. Yeah, what does at the time? <laughs> I mean, right now. Oh, uh, here we go. I don't trust my internet to look it up. So oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can quickly try looking it up. As as he's going through that, uh, I'm looking at the list of the movies that it. So this movie was made in 1994, but it didn't release in the United States till 2000. Correct. Okay. About 1.3 in 2020 con- 2023 conversion. Oh man! So you just got it. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, it's not So the movie only it's... cost 1.3 million. Mm-hmm. And it made thirty-four million. Yeah, I mean that, not... that. I think is interesting to put here. It's estimated, but the budget is in Hong Kong dollars, but the box office is in U.S. millions. I mean, <laughs> well, all the budget. <laughs> the the budget. They had all the scenes. They weren't fighting and and doing all this on sets. The only thing I can imagine that they had to build was that restaurant that they demolished. You know. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe the steel mill. Uh, maybe they built the whole train at the start, just for like one scene. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Times were easier back then in 94, right? Uh, Man, me... <laughs> and then in I'm... the US when this released, um, I definitely did not notice it in theaters, but this is I the 10 movies either. they were out anyway, the top 10 movies of uh, Friday, October 20th, the year... The year 2000! Uh, number one was Meet the Parents. Number two, Bedazzled. Number three, Remember the Titans. Number four, Pay It Forward. Number five, The Legend of Drunken Master. Number six, The Contender. Number seven, Lost Souls. Number eight, The Exorcist. Number nine, The Ladies Man. And number 10, Dr. T and the Women. That was the year that The Exorcist got re-released in theaters. Dr. T and the Women? Yeah, what the fuck is that? What the hell is that movie? I'm sorry, I need to look this up real quick. Yeah. uh, I saw... I mean, the ladies' man. That's a Saturday Night Live movie. So. A Richard Greer film. Who's a wealthy gynecologist? Oh, aren't we all? Oh, isn't that an oxymoron? Hey. I mean, not an oxymoron. Isn't that redundant? If you're a dude, right? <laughs> Am I right? Sure. There I'm you right? go. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. 
You got it. Um, you got it. You're good. Yeah, I think I knew three of these movies. I think I've seen. No, I knew uh, a lot more. I knew a lot more than I should have. So. Bedazzled is Brendan Fraser, yeah. Fraser, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen that one. I was thinking of Blast from the Past, but I know of it. You're good. It's not terrible. It's okay. Blast from the Past is much better than Bedazzled. I think oh, Bedazzled okay. was directed by Harold Ramis, if I'm not mistaken. Also, oh, it might be. It's also um, a remake. There was, there was a Bedazzled years before. Yeah. Oh, I've seen yeah. the cover of that movie. Oh, God, oh it was Dr. T, not Mr. T. I thought you said Mr. T in the women. <laughs> I also thought you said <laughs> I think I said Dr. T. I don't know. Check the tapes. I, I think I you think said. You did. I, I, it's it's 50 50. A, a lot of famous women in it. Farrah Fawcett, Helen, Helen Hunt, Laura Dern, Tara Reid, Kate Liv Tyler. Tyler. What? Yeah, what is this? Yeah, like, put that this there is so one of those. Can, this is one of the feel good movies. So that I can go back and look at it and figure he, out what the fuck is happening in this movie. I mean, all, it's yeah, a romantic comedy. But the poster makes no sense. Are they dead? Is this Twister yeah. Two? Like the women or the tornadoes? What's going on? Twister Two twisted even you more. All of this in the, uh, because it's like I get, when his wife suffers from Hestia. I'm going to show it right here if people are going to watch this video eventually. Yeah. Well, yeah. for audio, it's the doctor. Okay, it's a, it's the doctor is standing there and he's looking up like. What do I do? Like and he's looking up at the silhouettes of seven women and then just the listing of their names, which is like a third of this poster is everybody's name on it. But then it says Dr. T and the women. So I don't and know. There's like lightning and storm clouds above him as well, which is really weird. I feel like that's also like a um, Dr. T and the women. Like, I feel like we're going to see a doo wop or something show up. Why not? Tara anyway, Reed. going Wait, back. Wait, what <laughs> She would have been like 12. 2000. In 2000. Oh, no, 2000. No, she was, so she was, yeah, yeah. yeah this is 25. Yeah. Right before Joseph and Pussycat. Shocking. So she was in her prime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was before her botched, uh, her botched plastic surgery. So. Before went, uh, was Van Wilder? Was she in that one? Who was, who I think was with? So. Yeah. She was yeah, in Alone in the Dark. Second. Oh, good. Great. All right. It was so. a horror movie. She died. So. Um, that was the weekend of that, and that was the movie Factoids. Uh, well, you know, not Factoids, but the info before we get into our thoughts and other things. And Graham had something. Go for it. Oh, um, about the, to do with the sorry, I missed that bit. To do with uh, you had something about the actors before as we were going through them. Um, somebody doing something whatever or we're we gonna talk oh, or did we already talk about that just the, the dude being in there and never again. Up a thing which i wanted to talk about but yeah mm -hmm. it's to do with andy lau and his character and the fact that he's in the opening of the movie basically and it kind of seems like a big thing that's going to come back and never happens so i guess yeah, we, he, that's he pretty early in the Jackie. movie we could just start into that so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the in-depth story kicks in when um jackie and his dad who is six years older than him in real life. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know that. Jackie Chan is 40 in this movie, but he's oh, supposed yeah. to play like the goofy, uh, irresponsible 19 son. 19-year-old. Yeah. Jackie's always looked a little old in my eyes in every movie he's ever been in. And so. I think he's older than the lady that plays his stepmom, Anita Moy. Yes. My uh, first note about this in the beginning was all to avoid taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. uh... Um, J Jackie is nine years older than his mom in this so there you go oh there you go right in real life <laughs> stepmom, mm -hmm. stepmom. His, mom, his mom's dead 
That's true. So yeah, Mom is dead. Mom, At one point, she prays to her sister, but I don't know if that's just a general Was there phrase. supposed to be a cut to a shrine or something? Because it just freaked me out for a second. <laughs> uh, well, she prayed to their altar previously. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're on a train or they're, they're getting lined up to pay their taxes before they enter their country again, I guess. I, it was the very English are bad. Yeah, the English are bad. Yeah, White people are English bad. Are bad people to begin with. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, basically, they're trying to get onto a train to go to. I don't know if it's, if it's to another country. I thought it was just to another region. I think it's just back I think it's to another region. I think yeah. they're getting back home from another region yes, and they're getting yeah. taxed. If they have to take the stuff they have out of the region. Yeah, so yeah they're basically getting taxed and Jackie, in his infinite wisdom to avoid tax, basically hides this package of ginseng that they're, they're transporting back in someone else's case. And mm -hmm. this other person happens to be like some sort of important dignitary from like the UK. Um, and the UK people don't get taxed. So that's how he's going to smuggle it on board. And he's going to find it afterwards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. And yeah. Question. I love the I, <laughs> I love the way Jackie says something like they're all about to get on the train and Jackie says, Um, you go find a seat and I'll do I can't I couldn't actually work out what he said, but he mumbled the next bit. And then the first thing Jackie does is go and find a seat. But he was telling his dad to go and find I a seat. I thought he was gonna go find the suitcase. But they were just getting on the train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he was I think he was telling his dad that he would go find a seat. Oh, okay. oh. So yeah, because even his dad was like, you beat me here. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah. we jumped through the window. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that seems great where everyone yeah. just runs to the train. And it is just legitimately like it just feels like those aren't actors. They're just really getting on the train like that. Like, yeah, um, the uh, it didn't say it didn't say this for each version that I watched. But when Jackie pushes the assist i don't know what is he a, 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 a the gardener uh, no i was like there he's like a butler servant butler yeah. or anything i don't know because he yeah. kind of does everything Man sort servant. of yeah um yeah so he gets blamed for everything <laughs> yes da -da -ba -ba -da -ba. that's how everything ends with him um mm -hmm. but like jackie pushes him down and then he throws the ginseng like in the in the golden yellowish mustard colored sack into yep. the rich white people's box and then his the servant is like, oh, let's do that for everything. When jumps again and just like, pretends to be fallen or pretends is an accident or whatever. And in one of the versions I watched, Jackie said to his dad, oh, no, I think he's got el uh, uh, epilepsy. I'm like, that's not how that works. <laughs> that's that was in the subtitle of the version I watched. And I was like, what? Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was like, all right, insensitive line number one. Let's keep going. Oh, one of many. One yeah. of many. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think in my yeah. version, you just said he's clumsy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, that is yeah, in, the, yeah, in, the in the Jackie, Jackie dub. He's just like, oh, he's so clumsy. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, and also, there were two already two differences. There already another difference was one of the lines I used for a quote in the beginning. Uh, we can say he's wearing adult diapers and no one will search him, which they thought to hide the ginseng in Jackie's dad's uh outfit but in another one it says like they won't question him because he's a distinguished high yeah. up whatever yeah. thing so so some of the jokes were censored just gone yeah I, the joke was just gone the jokes are weird like uh, another one that i pointed out was when they're playing uh is it pie gal the like i'm not sure the game on the pa paper with all the, the things i think the it was one they were playing on the train yeah yeah uh when jackie's trying to distract his dad to cheat in one version, he's like, oh, look, there's a crane 
And then in another version, he goes, oh, look, there's a massive giant beaver. Yeah. Look at that big beaver. What? Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, I've seen many in my time. And I didn't know if that was like maybe a sexual joke that maybe I, got I don't know cut. if it was an innuendo or what. I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, it, but uh, yeah, apparently it, it got or, changed. Or if it was, it wasn't the intent of the movie, and it was just the people writing the dub that thought it would be funny to say that. Maybe that's know? probably yeah. yeah, that's probably um, the better. Can we talk about the poor ducks and chickens? Holy fuck! Oh yeah, that's a lot. This would not happen today if Peta had anything to say about it. Holy I rewound shit. it a couple times because whenever they threw the stuff into the pan, I don't think it was actual chickens. It looked something oh, way heavier. So yeah. I paused it and tried to look, but I was worried. So, I, I was, I'm wearing the shirt in, in remembrance of the birds that are all dead now in this movie. But, I mean, uh, what about the fish? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were dead. But, um, <laughs> but I don't the think they were. Like, basically, to sum this up or to lead up to the, what we're going to talk about is, uh, oh, I, I can't remember. What's the servant's name? Is it? Uh, Cho. Uh, Cho. Okay. Cho. So Cho. Jackie and Cho are. Uh, like they realize they need to get through the rich people car of the train basically and they need a distraction and they find all the chickens and ducks and they just litter the area in between cars with them why and does then, that guy open the door <laughs> yes. he's like oh man look at all these chickens and then he opens the door and then and he, jackie and cho just chuck some birds at him like fucking go for it now hit it and they get through the other car and then the 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 rich english people are like there's birds everywhere and jackie just fucking chucks a duck at one dude and the guy catches it and throws it somewhere else for no reason jackie throws water onto this pan that lights it on fire and a bird lands in the fucking fire i'm like oh my god but they did exactly what they wanted to do they wanted to create chaos so they could get through the train yeah I was just like, oh, but it didn't work shit. because everyone recognized Jackie Chan because he's so recognizable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wildly <so>. recognizable. <laughs> like there he is. You're like, what was that? <laughs> Oof, man. So that's. I started. Some... A, I started a note and scratched it out. I was like, why doesn't he just go across the top of the train? And mm -hmm. then uh, they do answer that environmentally later. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what's kind of incredible is that all this insanity happens before a fight scene in a Jackie Chan movie. Like it's already gotten that's down what, rails. Pun that's what I wanted to say. I, uh, I put in my notes here a tease of a fight sequence. So yeah, look, in the very beginning, like right at the beginning, I think it was what was it? I, but you kind of like get a little bit like he was going to chase after somebody and then it stopped and you're like, ah, oh, OK, they're like, slow down. We're going to get there because the rest oh, of the yeah. movie is non-stop so, mm -hmm. yeah yeah because yeah, someone tries to steal his dad's wallet and yep his dad oh, and his dad steals it back guy. right away yeah yeah and then it jackie ran. chases after him but the dad's like stop don't chase him and he, jackie yeah. just keeps chasing it until he gets out of the train he's like come back and, and then jackie, like, i got it i got it jump through the window i thought that was kind of like, cool he I weasels like right back only in only just for him to show off a little bit of extra stunt basically like yeah i think it is a cool but, I think it's a good like character moment too of just like this it quickly establishes he's impulsive. He has a sense of justice, even if it is like kind of self-focused mm -hmm, and his right. dad's more reserved. Like, Hey, I know, I know when it's a big deal and when it's not a big deal. Like I got my wallet back. It's whatever. Like leave that guy alone. Right. That's sense, actually, yeah. yeah. No, no, now you've said that. That actually does make sense. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of character oh, building there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. he goes to get the ginseng, um, in the rich people's suitcase and he 
This was a little bit confusing because it looked like the other guy had it, but then Jackie grabs a sack and then whatever. So I think actually, wait, if I'm two... thinking about this right, if Jackie had not chased after him, would he have been fine? Because did he grab no. the wrong one at one point? Like, oh, they yeah. He, he, he would have grabbed, he just grabbed the wrong package, this other guy, and he was yeah. going to leave basically Cause, already. Because the, the first guy grabbed the ginseng. Yeah. Okay, so... he did have the ginseng. We're sure of that. The other dude. Yes, they never yeah, exchange yeah. boxes again. Okay. No, they, they yeah, they never swish. Got Jackie's it, got it, got had it. the steel since from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. From that part of the movie, yeah. yeah. Just to explain to the audience, yeah, they're basically both there's two packages wrapped up in this yellow, distinctive yellow bandage, basically. The old switcheroo. The yeah. yeah <laughs> my note yeah, here is the other guy picks up one and Yep. Yeah. He uh, yeah, Jackie sees another dude going for the same bag or a bag anyway. My note here is the yellow sacks get switched. No ginseng for Jackie. Make your G-Fool with something else. Um, the fight the under the train. But that's pretty is cool. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I can't so imagine what good. that did to their backs, but it's good. I oh, looked yeah. at the timestamp. It was 10 minutes in, and I was like, here we go. And it just doesn't <clears> stop from there. You get yep. small little lulls, but then it just goes right back into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's... It's weird because it's actually quite a silly kind of stupid scene. I I felt, but when you actually look it's at the what goofiest doing, fight, it, it the, the actual skills oh, well, is or, insane. Uh, I rewatched it yeah. today and I was like, actually, this is really good. This is like Jackie Chan when he's like spinning his yeah. sword around. The guy's like, yeah, swiping at him. It was like really I'm not used to Jackie cool. Chan with weapons. I really yeah. am not. I'm still not used to him with weapons. Yeah, he normally if he has a weapon, it's like a stool or like some random, improv like weapons yeah it's, yeah like an improv weapon yeah very rarely yeah he does Environment. but it works yeah. in this movie it definitely yeah. works in this one yeah mm -hmm. yeah and if you weren't sure that this is taking a lot for them to do they do they there's two sets of barrel synchronized barrel rolls that happen in this fight scene that was what yeah like it, it brings I, I will admit throughout this entire movie i was honestly spacing out during the fights because they were so long but like the barrel roll is one thing that like snapped me back into this one. It was like, oh yeah, there's still this is like not just a random thing. They're there, yeah. but that's the thing too is I I feel like most Americanized Jackie Chan movies very rarely until the final boss, if you will, in the movie does Jackie come up against an, a formidable foe. Uh, the first fight is with a dude that actually knows how to fight. So mm. does that make sense though? Like most of the other like bigger movie quote unquote bigger movies of his he's just they, fighting a bunch of goons they frequently yeah, do true. like a, a they did a rush hour two yeah yeah that's all rush hour two was he just had like dude cannon fodder or fighting fodder you know <laughs> it's still very it very feel very much still feels like it's in the beginning of his career so he's not like the legend like really that yet at the ripe age but, of 40 <laughs> i mean he was a stuntman for how long like, yeah. before he started acting yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of Hong Kong cinema, he this is he's like this is not you know, the start of his career at all, really. Oh, is it not? Okay, it's pretty no, far it like into seventies and eighties were like, especially eighties were really yeah. big. For yeah, Jackie Police Chan. Story was eighties, wasn't it? I think eighty six or something. Yeah, that was eighties. What's and crazy like, is the it... original Drunken Master was in the seventies and stuff, which was that was his, that was actually his, technically his first really big movie because it was hmm. one that yeah. he actually helped choreograph and stuff. So it's the first Jackie Chan movie, as it were. Okay. Interesting, um, but yeah, that was wildly successful. That was that beat Bruce Lee's box office records in Hong Kong and, and China and stuff. It was really, really good. Oh, um, I retract my statement because so yeah, like, I didn't. Jackie Chan wasn't on my radar until I saw Rush Hour One. Unfortunately, uh, so that was that was his like you know Hollywood break. 
that was his, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Right. And that wasn't even like his first Hollywood movie. He did, um, yeah. uh, what's it called? The Big Brawl or something? Battle Creek Brawl, I think it was called or something. Um, and The Protector. They were both in, oh, the in America and they were meant to be American movies, but they weren't very good, really. I always feel like a poser with this what stuff because I've seen, I've <laughs> seen so much Jackie Chan and I've seen a decent amount of Chuck Norris, but I've never seen Bruce Lee anything. I feel like such a poser. Ooh, I haven't that. either. You know what I mean? Really? I, yeah, I, just not, I'm not just always been outside Bruce of my fan. does he not I feel like if anything discerns the two Jackie's like the goofy guy who can be like upbeat and stuff and Bruce Lee was always like no we have to fight you know like yeah, kind of deal Bruce Lee's movies tend to be more serious even though there's right. some lighthearted moments in them but it's very more violent like brutal mm -hmm. like his mm -hmm. fight scenes are very brutal it's this one was kind of brutal at one point too yeah it's not like Bruce Lee kills people quite violently and stuff. Uh, that's true. Jackie Chan very rarely kills people. Um, Bruce Lee's he's, movie he's persona was very much like warrior poet. Like when he yeah. wasn't killing people, he was like espousing philosophy on mm. life and peace. So his character does not lend itself well to comedy. No, yeah. not at all. And I don't want to do the man of disservice because I think he's an amazing martial artist and stuff. But yeah, his movies never clicked with me. Didn't Jackie work with Bruce Lee at some point? Yep. Early in his career? Man. He was the stuntman in his movies. And he's Bruce one of the people he kills in, uh, yeah, Enter the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I don't mention yeah, this, like, my brain will continually revolve around it. The only time I've ever heard the phrase warrior poet besides right now is when Schmidt in the sitcom New Girl describes himself to a stripper. So, okay. oh, I'm sorry. That's all that was going on in my head. If I didn't get it out, I would have heard another clip. thing you guys said. Sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> is that where you pulled it from? You didn't realize it? Or is no, that just... okay. no, absolutely. I did not reference New Girl just now, but thank you, Scott. Well, I don't know. That happened. I do that once a week, so it is what it is. Mm -hmm. but, uh, you really like New Girl. <laughs> yes, I do. First two seasons, Golden TV. Uh, let's see here. Yellow Sacks, Train Gets Searched. Ladies playing Mahjong, that's no good. They're slacking off, right? Which I actually, when we're talking about the sorry, when we talk about the train getting searched, that's where you can talk okay. about. Oh yeah, Mr. Dude, Mr. Hoity Toity. Yeah, basically, after Jackie has this little fight with this other guy, they kind of have a peaceful resolution. Then Jackie has to get back on the train, um, and that's where the audience finds out that the hey hasn't got the ginseng; he's got the other thing. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like there's basically a train's getting searched because something's been stolen that's really important, and yeah, that basically Jackie's starting to get searched and he discovers that he hasn't got the ginseng. And this other guy comes over and interrupts them. And um, it turns out he's like a government agent or something. So the guy searching them goes, oh, sorry, sir. And then basically turns around to the, the mm -hmm. British people and goes, yeah, he's, he's a government agent. We shouldn't have abused his authority or something. Bullshit. And then, then they go, <laughs> okay, let's, let's move on. And they completely ignore everybody else. But it's like they built up this guy in the background they never come never, back again. Yeah, because they have like back after this scene. two or three interactions, specifically yeah. him and Jackie. Like he notices Jackie, uh, somehow Jackie's Arab, uh, acrobatics at some point, and then he also like kids with him about his dad playing that board game, and then this happens, but then yeah, never he again. Sees, also, sees Jackie put the ginseng in the guy's case at the beginning when they were dark. Yeah. Oh, he like saw that happen, station. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah you, yeah. you sort of just see him sort of going, hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm looking this up right now. Um, and you, I, I, you mentioned, Graham mentioned in his description that Wong Fei-Hung is described as a folk hero, uh, because he is, he's like a, like 
I'm trying to think. I don't think there's other American folk heroes besides like Paul Bunyan and Johnny Appleseed. Davy Crockett. Yeah. That crap. Oh, Davy yeah, Crockett. Yeah. yeah. So there's just a lot of like folk stories that are attributed to Wong Fei Hung, who is a real person. Oh, who roughly fits the description of the role that Jackie's playing in that he mm-hmm. was a, a famed martial artist who was also the son of a doctor and became a doctor himself. Um, okay. According to the role listing, the f- no, uh, he supposed the real Wong Fei Hung supposedly practiced drunken boxing, but he did not. Uh, that was not what he was known for. Hmm. Uh, according oh, to the okay. role listing for um, Drunken Master Two, Andy Lau is credited as playing Chang Se Liang, who appears to be a actual. Uh, like a military folk hero in oh, okay in the which, in World War Two, which makes it be even more mad because they don't use him after this scene. Like, <laughs> so I guess that he's just there to be like a part of the like fake folk cinematic universe. He just throws yeah. in yeah, this sure. popping in real quick and ducking out. This is, he's in three, maybe I don't know. Uh, no, it's not the same character in three. He's playing oh. someone else. But yeah, he doesn't come back to this role. So I don't know what exactly that was for. But it does make sense that he doesn't appear again because he's like a real person. He's credited in the version I watched in the beginning. No, in the version that was in our chat, because I watched the intro credits of that. It has like everyone's name and it has him specially like as this CIA, CIA operative. And Andy Lau, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, all right, this guy's going to be important. No, he's not. He's gone. <laughs> really weird, yeah. So weird. That's very strange. Yeah. But yeah. he's, there have been over 100 movies, apparently. Um, and Yeah, oh, over 100 films and television series where Wong Fei Hung has been a character in them, like someone's portrayed them. Oh, um, Jackie okay. like Batman. Twice. Uh, Jet Li's played him a few times. Yeah, Jet Li, once upon a time in China, if anyone's heard that, that's Jet Li's character. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Iron Monkey, which is a great movie. I know that. I've heard very, of that. Very good. Um, movie. So good. And also, Around the World in 80 Days, which is a Jackie Chan movie. Right. One of Jackie Chan's yes. friends in real life, Sammo Hung. Sammo Hung, yeah. Him. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, okay. Yeah. Crazy. This is why we have so, guests on, because we've said it before, we'll say it again. They do more research than us. Man, do they? <laughs> I'm the production guy, so <laughs> and I'm just the face. Uh, the, the joke is because we're on audio only. Um, <laughs> only on maybe. So that was the first two scenes. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't mind, just the the fights, uh, the the train fight with that guy. I think like it is in in my opinion one of the. Uh, underrated fights for the film because it is one-on-one and not as memorable. It's one of the first things that happens, but like, I do like the mentality of designing what's going to make this fight scene stand out from the others. One, we're going to incorporate kind of uh, traditional um, Chinese martial arts weaponry. Uh, So the uh, master Fu, yeah, master Fu has the spear and then, Jackie has like the thin, flexible, like Dao sword. Um, And before they eventually kind of like discard both of them, they're fighting in a kind of confined space with the steam. And then they come out 
to um, have a, a more traditional like martial arts style fight. I think it's it's really great, really sets the Cinematic. tone for the rest of the film. Yeah, it, it forces you to focus on the fight too because there's no crowd around them. It's not like one versus five, you know, and They're the equal. background's not distracting. Mm. Yeah, so for the environment, what, I should man. say, yeah. Imagine being an extra there. Like all you're doing, your legs are the only thing in shot. You're gonna have to stand there all day for multiple days. And don't fuck it up. Like you're yeah. <laughs> that you was another thing. Like you're selling stuff. The have we actually the, explained so, that it's actually under the train? I don't think we've actually mentioned that. This is no, oh, yeah. I think it's uh, under the, the train. I don't it's really know. Cramped and stuff. It's that's why. That's why it's you can two parter too, because then they go out into an open field in like a barn, and then they fight in yeah. there too. Yeah. Speaking true. of extras, love- though, before I forget, um, so I wa- I didn't clarify how I watched this each time, or did I? I don't know. The first time it was in its native language with subtitles. The second time was this one that was uh, dubbed with not Jackie doing the English in. The dubbed version, though, that was the one where extras got lines that they did not need. So <laughs> when when they when he when Jackie rolls out of the train and grabs somebody's sword or it's one of the times when he rolls out from under the train and yeah. an extra is like yeah. offering him tea. There's yes. no there's no line in the subbed version for that extra in the dubbed version. You clear as day. Would you like some tea? Like he's as loud as Jackie and that other dude were <laughs> yeah. fighting. It's they, so they distracting. I've just never. Amazing. Like I've watched plenty of watch subbed movies, like or I'm, I'm sorry, I've watched plenty of dubbed movies, and just like for some reason, this one threw me for a loop. I don't know if it was just poorly dubbed in this version, but like anytime an extra spoke, I heard it as clearly as a main character, and it really took me out for a second. So Incredible. that was that's I just had to mention that before we got away from uh, from that scene there. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that's also the Jackie Chan dub version. Um, that, that oh, really? The only extra you ever actually hear say anything. Um, it's just yeah, that maybe it also stands out because we heard so much clanging and, and like punching and kicking, and then all of a sudden, would you like some tea? You know, like get out of there. I want to say in the original version, uh, the Cantonese version, the sound effects are very, very good. Like it, it, it makes you like when they hit, you feel it a little bit. Yeah. With mm-hmm. the schmack. But there's a lot of them because there's a lot of hitting going on, especially. What was that? I'm 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 jumping ahead a little bit, but when him and the other master are fighting in the barn, where they're one's upstairs, one's downstairs, yeah. and he just picks mm. up the seat or the stools, he just starts swinging around and hitting everybody. Oh, it's the like restaurant. smack, 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 okay. smack, 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 smack. Yeah, yeah in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mm-hmm. definitely don't mess around with the foley on these films. No, they do not. Um... What else do I have? On I kind of I feel like we kind of got to go in order. We know we try to stay away from just going scene for Hopping scene around, but i feel like yeah. we're gonna have to because we're otherwise we're gonna talk about only fight scenes um because yeah. there are some other parts in this that are worth mentioning uh but he does get All back on the train connects. after fighting that dude out in like a farm supply area yeah. or something yeah um and that's when he gets searched and doesn't it doesn't matter i think after that it cuts to the steel factory is that right yeah. Yes. And we get introduced yes. to the new foreman, another like the loosest fucking villain until we realize why they're the villain. <laughs> the worst man, John. Yeah. John. Well, I just thought like I've heard John I've the seen... corporate guy. Hmm? Well, we also get introduced to the foreman who actually becomes a character later on, like that's helping mm-hmm. uh, Jackie throughout it. Yeah. And uh, but you just see like, man. Everyone's going to work, and if you, you're you not leaving, and we're going to kick your ass with Kung Fu if you don't stay here yeah. and do what we yeah. tell you to do. And I'm like, what do we... This is, I, I have to remember that this is just a world that everyone knows Kung Fu. 
Like it's just a kung fu. Like it's kung fu yeah. is like learning English. It's just like a second thing you do. With, so... the, with the exception of kung fu, like I think so many of the conflicts and themes in this film are evergreen. It's just like bosses making you stay late, yeah. <laughs> refusing to pay you. Yeah, that conversation yeah. goes on for so long. They're like, "Well, <laughs> he's like, you're gonna you're gonna work more hours." They're like, "Well." If you give us overtime, yeah, we'll do that. They're like, you're not going to get paid for it. He goes, well, I don't work. And I'm like, they're going to fight. Like, that's what's yeah. about to happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> just get to the fight. They're going to beat your ass. Come on, man. Yeah. Man, that, that one that one guy gets his ass whooped throughout the entire show or throughout the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Did did somebody grab a, a rod that was on fire with their the bare dude, hands? The, the, the um, foreman? Yeah, Joe yeah. Foreman. The guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Foreman the corporate, corporate guy, yeah. man. Uh, he grabs a fucking like either I think it was metal or was it wood? Mm. It, well, no, it wouldn't be like wood because it would just yeah, go on fire entirely. Oof. He yeah. grabs like a metal rod with his bare goddamn hands and twirls yeah. it around. One dude catches on fire with it, but his hands are fine, and he just keeps yeah. going <laughs> fighting. Um, but the second time he does it in the movie, later in the movie, he has gloves on. <laughs> yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Laws are different over there. Uh, We're we've introduced a lot of characters at this point, by the way, too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we have. I couldn't help but keep thinking of like Shenmue with just these goobers running around getting their asses kicked and just dudes <laughs> blindly following other dudes that I mean, fight. That's true, but yeah. like not even you have this whole thing where the package has been mixed up, but you also get a subplot of going on where Jackie's dad didn't sell doesn't sell his part of wherever he's they're living at like where their doctor's office is yeah to the english corporate people so now later on you got like two conflicts going on where you're trying to yeah. stop this but also now they're fucking jackie over and they're just going to ruin his doc his dad's reputation and you're yeah. like this all I started truly... from a mismatched package like <laughs> well that doesn't have to do with the workers not working or whatever does it i forget but I truly did not even pick up on Jackie's yes, dad not selling his land until the second time watching this. But mm-hmm. I, cause I think, cause that was such a quick, like it almost felt like a throwaway scene. Cause it was also happening yeah. while, um, while, while the fishmonger is also a martial arts teacher while he was like teaching students, that whole conversation happens. And I was at just like staring the doctor's at the students. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which is so. how we thought. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I there's do. Can we, I, I, there's a lot. I did have much this, going on at the same time. Somehow, I had this written down as respectful adversaries. There's a lot of those within this movie. The first mm-hmm. with the master, you're like, hey, you know, we're gonna part ways, but I respect you. And then even with the fishmonger or the mm-hmm. fish market guy, uh, you're like, oh, Jackie's about to beat the shit out of this guy. And then you're like, oh wait, they're connected. Like they're actual friends. And then later on, you got like the posse going in to take over take care of the englishman and all that stuff so i thought that was kind of cool but yeah. again the cia agent could have been there like <laughs> it was cool uh amidst all the insanity that jackie actually has people then can kick some ass like he has friends that can fight for themselves instead of mm, yeah. jackie being sudden somehow the only person that knows martial arts so that was nice when um, it came in with the white like all white on and i was like i, I think this is symbolic of something. Oh, like, you're leaping right <laughs> to the end. There. Yes, you are. Yeah, I, I don't care. I'm, this is how I do it. I'm going to bounce around everywhere. Well, so. we're going to keep talking about her. I want to mention the stepmom because our introduction to her, she's playing, she's praying yes. to the altar for guidance or something and then turns around and then gets a great Mahjong hand and like wins yeah. and 
takes all her money from her from her you know lady the the neighborhood the neighborhood friends or whatever and um and then the doctor and jackie get home and they're like oh shit pretend like you're actually doing something because i guess he runs a clinic and is like the town um uh, what's it called? Not physician? medicine man, physician. I he's guess. like a council. He's a, he's, but he's also like a councilman as too because he helps with like charity guy. Yeah, yeah. he also helps yeah. with like uh, you know, the charity for the more po- impoverished areas of the yeah. region and stuff like that. So, but I don't know. He's well respected, is what it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny because she's not supposed to be. It's basically like them just sitting around playing poker, and she's using this is an anime husband's money or something. <laughs> Yeah, so, but they, when they get there, this... you know, she's pretending to treat someone and like just has her hand on someone's forehead, holding the wrist of They're somebody cramping. else who's like whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's just uh, cramps. <laughs> all all three of these women are on the same cycle. <laughs> it just has the back of her hands on their heads. Like that's right. how you used to like see if someone had a fever. But <laughs> Jackie's wise to it, which is hilarious. So we immediately get like Jackie and the stepmom get along just fine, more so than the studious father and all that stuff was there know. was there stuff like was this character in the first one no oh memory no no because this is Should, my do first we, do we need to know anything about the first drunken master movie going he learned that? drunken ma- he learned drunken boxing from a guy named so that's that's right. it <laughs> it's it's a very different movie uh um, yeah, really and yeah uh jackie chan was also a shit in the first one, one. Mm, yeah okay yeah he yeah. does seem like he's, a piece yeah. of shit sometimes, yeah. Yeah, he was basically a naughty boy who then basically got sent away to military school almost. In fact, it wasn't really military school, but he got sent oh, away I to military school. I like the way you said that, but all right. Who <laughs> taught him really cool fighting. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's a very different story, and it was done like... It was done in 1978, and this was yes. in 1994, so... Yeah, it was a large difference. Almost two decades, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is where we see, oh crap, we don't have the ginseng. The dude shows up for the ginseng, and they give him the root of a bush instead yes that almost kills him yeah and i thought it was just going to be a plot that just kind of went away and then we were gonna no all the shit that we've been this is all connecting it all connects to the very end of the movie until it doesn't like (laughs) yeah 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 it does matter until it doesn't yeah right and then we're out that's that's why i laughed at like the describing is there's not a lot of plot but then you're describing him like no there is a lot of plot there's a lot of plot until there isn't it all matters until it doesn't it's it, just it's, not I, the most coherently told uh plot no, i think is the problem uh, yes, I, I, I would agree with that but. yeah to like look at the the product as a whole i think that there's tiny moments where that really show mastery in filmmaking the fact that you can convey a person's character within maybe 15 to 30 seconds, mm-hmm. uh, Jackie's dad with the wallet thing, and then his mom establishing right. her kind of character and her outlook and the relationship that she has with Jackie all within the span of 30 seconds is great. Mm-hmm. You know, a There's lot a of the lot other things in the movie. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the other things not being super coherent. That's or those are definitely some shortcomings of the film. Well, even though all these little things come back, I think they do build up to a massive climatic scene at one point to nearest the end of the movie, which it all like everywhere up until like that scene where they go to the final confrontation. It all kind of like you said, it builds up like even like creating these character bonds and creating the reasons Mm. and creating why like, oh, Jackie's going to go there, but he's not going to do it without drinking. And that fucking spoilers. He drinks bad. Like. (laughs) (laughs) He would be dead. 
if any of that was actual actual alcohol. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I, I, when he spit and it was fire, I was like, "That's fucking cool." Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know how they did that. I was thinking about that today when I was making my notes down here. Like, he actually spat liquid fire. So I don't know. Maybe he spat onto something that caused it to light on fire. I don't know how they did yeah, that practically. I think, so. I think that's what it was. The rod was so hot because he spit on the rod. And then just went caught on fire. So that fire. could, yeah. yeah, you could, you could, yeah, that's right. Maybe I'm giving it more credit than I should, but, um, I do want to say, I thought about this halfway through watching this movie and I'm not going to get into it just yet, but I'm going to reference it. The climactic scene at the end that has the slow-mo. Is that one better than in police story? Slow-mo. Uh, where's the slow-mo? The hot coals. Oh. No, no. What? What's which one are you referencing in the yeah, police story? Okay. Oh, uh, the one where he slides down the pole, the big one where he was terrified. So, I think they're both impressive for different reasons. Yeah, but I think okay. the police to me, police story one is bigger, and I think you really like police story. Definitely though. more injuries. <laughs> he, he. All. I mean, uh, I'll say this. I think if you ask Jackie to redo one of those not even at his current age if he had to do one of those again i think he would probably do the coals over the yeah <laughs> that's what the light you thing. think so yeah he's he described that he almost died from doing the light thing that yeah. is true like yeah because he was no one was ready and he went at the wrong time which we discussed yep. if you that's follow right. if you check back on our older episodes Listen, episode episodes, <laughs> what is the old episode shit on me i don't remember it um uh now you have to just cut in this. This entire segment is going to be the police oh. story episode again. We don't it's edit on this show. Back. Are you kidding me? And this episode, <laughs> this episode is going to be seven hours long. Yeah, I'll um, find it. Don't worry. Are you looking for the next scene, Scotty? Uh, what I was going to say is so that, okay, episode 31 of the Static Zone podcast, we talk about police story. Uh, All right, let's get back into this. Yeah, what I was okay, saying yeah. when you were gone, though, Graham, is I'm, I'm, I'm only going to go through my highlighted notes because we're already pinballing off of everything in here i don't think i think we've laid out enough of the plot we can just go into our own like uh points of interest that we've got notated here i think so i don't remember what we live i think we were still talking about the mahjong and sort of that and introducing the mom giving the new giving the the tree root to the guy yeah um, yeah so dude shows I, up to get a his ginseng the ginseng customer and they hand him a bush root that he digs out of there and the mom distracts him with a big old radish for whatever reason yeah it it was, it, it was a it was a radish right not a rutabaga because that no is... they, they said radish in the version i watched I mean, they said radish okay. yeah because uh, mm-hmm. it looks like it looks like a a, a daikon radish but uh, when in the uh, Jackie Chan dub, they call it a rutabaga. Oh. Um, that's not uh, a rutabaga. That's, yeah, <laughs> I know that's not a rutabaga. Yeah. Uh, the the line that I do like was like after all of that bullshit, the uh, the doctor's walking away with the guy. He's like, well, actually, it's a good thing that she brought that up because you really shouldn't be on <laughs> be taking any rutabaga while you're baking ginseng as well. You so, might have not ever seen a vegetable like that that's before. Like, now you know. If anything, that's the last bit of character introduction that he blindly trusts his wife, who is clearly like just stalling for time and everything. She so, wasn't yeah. really pregnant, right? I don't no, know. She was. I don't know. Uh, she, I was she. This this bit I found. I thought she was pretending to be pregnant. I thought she just was to... too. And then when so she then lands I... on the stomach, I was like. 
There is this the joke? Like, <laughs> so everything that I read from the notes that I could gather is that she was actually pregnant, but just being strategic about when to tell him. Yeah, because towards oh. the end, when they're all going to have to do the big fight, she's ready right. to go, and they're like, "You can't go in your condition," and she was like, "Ah, oh, I'm only pregnant." And then that's why like, okay, I... I'll stay behind. But yeah. I didn't know yeah. if it was real or not because at first I thought it was supposed to be a lie, and then it's just she keeps going with it. Yeah. So like everybody and I was like, okay, sure, whatever. This is the loony this everything revolving around her is very this is an anime episode. Very, like yeah, or anime is. very much anime characters. I can see this as like a Shenmue anime, like 100%. Really she's saw, got like this when she surreality. was like dying and stuff. I was like, oh, she's definitely not pregnant. She's like pretending to yeah, launch herself across the yard and stuff, but I don't know. But yeah, then the the but then literally the scene you said when they say let's go fight and she's like yeah let's go and they say no you're pregnant she's like oh yeah you're right because I think she was ready to actually <laughs> kick some ass because she did yeah. fight for a little bit for a split second so yeah, yeah. she is pregnant so I don't I don't I don't know it's a movie it's a movie it's a movie <laughs> we have to talk we have to talk about uh, the first time Jackie Chan actually drinks during so he, he drunken fighting or drunken boxing like he kind of can go into it a little bit every once in a while. Yeah. But like to unlock the full potential, you yes. got to get smashed, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, apparently yeah. so. I, Important. I thought, Go ahead. Oh, so I was going to say, I, I thought it was actually it kind of showed a really good difference in Jackie Chan's actual acting skills. Like when he does sort of the pretend drunk boxing. Yeah. And oh yeah, he's, well, he's like he's <laughs> acting <laughs> drunk, or he, well, he gets yeah. drunk, but he's obviously yeah. acting. It's really, it's like completely different. It's so like, I was actually like, yeah, the, I actually believe he's drunk. I think this guy's, the, this man's drunk. <laughs> the physical acting, is, like this is not a dramatic, like character demonstration of Jackie Chan's abilities, but certainly I think it is a demonstration of his physical acting prowess. Mm, definitely. Um, <clears throat> important caveat. Um, you absolutely do not drink while you're practicing actual drunken boxing, just in case anybody was curious. That's not a thing. I wasn't but... sure if I should look up a decent history of drunken boxing during this or not, but I didn't I wasn't sure we'd get too much. in. It, it, just, the only thing I was going to clarify, and I honestly forgot at the beginning, it is an actual fighting style. That's all I was going to say, yeah. really. Um, but, yeah. The first film goes into him studying the actual eight forms of the Taoist practice, which oh, are all wow. based on different Chinese mythology stories of the eight drunken immortals it's mm. referenced somewhat and the moves that he does are still the the actual classical practice but yeah when actually doing this you you do not get drunk <laughs> i have a question mm. uh in the scene when they're in the restaurant it's him and master i forget the name i'm just gonna call him master uh Ooh. why does jackie have to get all oiled up that's a great question <laughs> <laughs> Is it because so I the thing I'm trying to correlate is what he is holding is like a split bamboo sh like pole. Yeah. And it's hurting his hands every time he swings it at somebody. So the master's like, wet it down. We're gonna and he wraps it up with his shirt and all that. And then that keeps him from getting himself cut while he's fucking everybody up because he fucks a lot of people up. Like the, the bamboo fitments are thin enough and and like sharp enough that it will cut you if you're handling it like barehanded okay. a little bit of the oil or moisture is enough to prevent it from actively scratching you that's amazing that they put all of that in like a two second scene and like established that that is why they had to do that yeah 
It's intense. That seems awesome. Team. Like it's like a yeah. cat of nine tails. It's just slicing everybody up. <clears throat> yeah, I have yeah. to admit, I just thought, I just assumed they hold him up so that people couldn't grab him as easy. But that that yeah, cool it's there's a it's a very practical purpose for handling that wow, like really that cool. split bamboo. Uh, something else that I ended up looking up. Um, I I liked you use that uh, or or Scotty asked for that picture of Jackie in the table. Um, yeah. using the long rods to immobilize people with like claw grabby things is a real um handling a active um threat technique in asia like in japan they have these as uh tools so like if somebody's like going on a violent spree you can you as a citizen can help attempt to stop them by having basically like a long claw arm thing to help immobilize them wow what the hell that's really cool he just looked like a turtle when he was spinning around under the chair under yeah. the table. <laughs> well, that was that, that was one of the more intense uh, moments that involves people other than Jackie when like five yeah. rods go under the table and just lift him and the table up and just flip him over. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. 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 What do you call this style? <laughs> um, yeah. I Accidental like the, the axe gang cameo. The fucking um, axe gang. Yeah. Man, like. I thought that was, I was like, I've seen this before. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the start of, um, what was the other one we watched, Corey? Um, Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah, Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah, yeah that had the Axe Gang in it. There you go. Uh, Which I'm guessing in, in Kung Fu Hustle, it, was, it had to have been an Oma. Or is that just like, is, is the Axe Gang like a kind of default gang that a lot of movies like this go with? I mean, Axe Gangs were real. Like, they're, um, the, well, real they they they're the (laughs) the i don't know if there has been a gang that actively used axes and fancied themselves after it um Mm. apparently apparently it is a reference to a real gang that used uh hand axes which were um just openly available tools that you could kind of carry around in post 1920s china um, I mean, we had then, to have brought that up during the Kung Fu Hustle episode, <laughs> like the lore of the Axe Gang or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, That's where those, um, yeah, like a lot of gangsters and the kind of weaponry that they would be used, like stuff that you can get away with carrying in public. Um, the handgun before the handgun was big, like essentially. Yeah, not everywhere is America where it's just totally normal to see them walking down the street with not, a handgun. Not, not. <laughs> Speaking of guns, every time a gun shows up in this movie, like it fucks somebody up, or Jackie's like, no guns. And then yeah. they just smash them. Well, it took uh, a gun Master to stop Fu- Master Fu because he had an axe in his back for like 15 minutes, but he was still yeah. doing sort of good. It was the gun. His death scene, by the way, just. Yeah. Oscar nominated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two step process to dying. Look dead. Do we actually say what he's there for? Like he, the whole reason that we find out like he's there and was trying to steal or steal the seal was there's this whole. So not only do we have the history of like Jackie and his family going on, uh, the you got the mill, the steel mill going on. Now you introduce this new one where they're trying fuck Englishmen. Basically, is what they're saying. So (laughs) sorry, Graham. But they're just like, they're coming in here, they're stealing all of our history, and we don't need our children going to England to learn Chinese history. We need, they should, we should keep all that here. And I'm like, cool, he's a freedom fighter, basically, is what he is. And then he gets fucked up. So, (laughs) and and they do allude to Jackie's dad also being a part of this organization, like an anti imperial, uh, British imperial 
um, oh, organization. I completely missed that. Because he when... talks about how he knew him from a military standpoint. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. Ma- right. Master Fu shows yeah. up at the uh, at the Got doctor's that's... office looking to talk to uh, Jackie's dad. Yeah. Right. I just assumed he just knew of him because he's so famous or something. Like he's a famous military person. He had, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really. Yeah. I don't know. I I just let things go. Uh, it's a movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Continually. Uh, um. Oh, yeah. Oh, if 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 I may, when we because we sort of started talking about we're like, hopping around movie. wherever. Do it. Yeah. The the first fight scene where you see him, you know, start drinking and using yeah. the drunk mm-hmm. boxing fully. There was one just like tiny little thing, which is just like a throwaway moment. But I was like, that took skill. It's when Jackie's he's like beating them up. And he's trying to drink some stuff and he flips over, lands on the back of someone. Like basically a bad guy's on the floor and Jackie's yeah. lying on his back drinking. Yes. And yes. the guy sort of pushes himself up to try and stand up. And he's and moves still. Away. And Jackie's still kind of. Yeah, he keeps, yeah, yeah, he's trying to like keep him down and stuff like that. And he's trying to get to that point. <laughs> Is what he's as trying yeah, to do. He's in, the, he's in the, the bullets pose, but he's right. drinking. Yeah. yeah, he's still bent over. Like if you're trying to just bend over to crack your back a little bit, that's the 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 posture that Jackie had after a dude was under him. He didn't waver. Well, he was doing that. To stand up. He was like it was just nuts. He was doing the full Matrix, you know, bullet dodge yeah. thing there. <laughs> right, just like just pre-Matrix Matrix still. moves here. Yeah, yeah, it was so good because it was like a throwaway joke. There's no like, creative ideas in Hollywood anymore. <laughs> that was um, one of the other. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that was the scene following when uh, he was trying to get alcohol, and his stepmom was feeding him alcohol to make him fight better. And she, yeah. she there's one bottle left, and uh, she throws it at him, and he's like, "What is this?" And she's like, "It had a skull <laughs> on it." He's like, "Oh, good stuff." This was Graham's quote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Before I forget, when he pitches the necklace back to his stepmom and she like goes to do a pose and catches it one handed. Right. Um, they don't emphasize that a whole lot, but the extras all look really impressed. It makes me wonder if that is something that she like wasn't that wasn't necessarily the way the scene was supposed to be done, but yeah. she just, just like, did it because like it seemed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it seemed very impressive. Yeah. Um, I mean. There's even a part like she's a very strong character, but then you like there's that part where he's like, woman, I will beat you. And you're just like, oh, yeah, this Woof. is like a long time. Like this is a, but also too, a long I time ago is the 90s. What, what? What? When does this movie take place, though? I don't know. The 90s. Not 94. It is nearly 30 years old. <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's going to beat people left and right here. But his, it uh, also shows her character, too, because she stands up like she's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, do it. Um, So she's a really strong female character. It very much so. I I loved her character. Just really quick before I I forget the uh, the, um, one, the one move where he does the wheelbarrow, he's grabbed the person's legs and he's like moving them around in the dirt. Holy shit. He does that twice. Yeah. And then he lifts their legs up and then just like, straight pump kicks them <laughs> sends into them a flying. wall Launches amazing yeah just, like just that looks so like good. It, yeah the, it looks like they should have been on wires and it should have stopped them but they kept going <laughs> i will say <laughs> like we we kind of were talking about how like there's plot there's not a lot of plot but then there is a lot of plot it's the fight scenes are just where it shines like they, it's on another level like if the I least just, story was good 
but this one's really good too. <laughs> like I, I have yeah, to say, my one solid complaint though is the fight scenes are too long sometimes. Like I, I mentioned before, I was just zoning out because I was like, oh, this is still it's going nonstop. On. I will say that it, it was, but and then uh, since we're talking about that one fight scene. What about that drill move where he just like drills yeah, himself? Crazy, no practicality in that move, really. Move, but I was like, looks oh cool. shit, looks that's cool. just like what Raft did in the third Ninja Turtles game on Nintendo. Yeah. Sweet, <laughs> yeah, spiral, yeah, the spiral headbutt, like <laughs> or just the lunge into like he just runs into like all up in your face and all that, and you're not ready for it. Yeah, he's that's so red in throughout. It the, is anytime, anytime he is supposed to be drunk, they made sure that he is like red as shit. To show yes. that he's drunk, like his at one point his face is as was is as red as knuckles behind Scotty right now, like <laughs> very frightening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy, it's good stuff. Yeah, there's um, um yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. The 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 scene where Jackie's dad is like threatening both Jackie and the stepmom with a cane. Um, how how long after they sever that root is this scene supposed to take place? Because that the bonsai tree died like instantly. Oh, that dwarf right. tree, yeah, died yeah. like it looked like it had been in Arizona for three months. Like, yeah, it was definitely it, done. Yeah, it was dusted. Um, I, I wrote Cho is the worst twice. Uh, it's the comic <laughs> relief that I know that he's the comic yeah. relief, but like he he gets almost no redeeming scenes. Like, yeah, even when he's supposed to go when. When Jackie gets kicked out of his dad's house because he learns about the ginseng and also drunk in boxing, yeah. he kicks him out and then he sends Cho or Cho runs after him. And then Jackie's dad like, no, you idiot. He went the other way to like he went the other show way that he does care about that him. May, yeah. Doesn't matter. Cho doesn't do shit. He's not even in the yeah. next scene <laughs> like that. Can't I feel like him. maybe that's a plot hole. He just he didn't run that far and the town's not that big, but he lost him. <laughs> I, I, I think it's just Cho just sucks. Like, I think maybe yeah. he does. <laughs> Yeah, how he's about very Jackie much... just strung up naked in the middle of the market? Yowza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot. There's some intense stuff that happens, and that that scene is intense for a second. It's real fun. The movie is very much has a lot of funny parts and a lot of cool fight scenes, but immediately gets super serious. Like that scene. Uh, I mean, anything with the final fight. Uh, I would say the whole restaurant's very serious as well. Like I don't. I yeah. mean, there's like, some comedy parts, but yeah. like people are getting shot. <laughs> I feel like for the first hour is very much comical stuff, building up characters, showing the different characters, yes. showing all the plots, and then it's almost the it's once they do the drunken fight scene, which is kind of fun. Immediately, it gets quite serious after that because when the dad gets really angry, there's the mm -hmm. whole emotional scene with Jackie and his dad, and like you know, Jackie breaks the. He's still drunk, he's trying so. to drown him basically. Yeah, um, he's yeah. pouring alcohol on him. I'm like, this is going on for a long time. That's why I thought, like, maybe in the first movie, did he have an alcohol problem or something like that, and then he became drunken boxing. In, in the first movie, he just learns that if you drink and drink and do the boxing at the same time, you kind of get really good at it. Basically, yeah. there's no wow. actual drinking problem established, as it were. The, the alcoholism it, it, doesn't come into play until the second movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> it, it's very much not a uh, a character driven film. The first one, it is more like mm -hmm. uh, kind of like a almost a fairy tale sort of thing where a kid acts up, goes and learns a life lesson and walks away with cool powers and that's that's like kind of the yeah. first yeah no kung fu hustle yeah yeah it's and then i guess after that you know after he ran away from his dad there's the fight with the even tougher bad guy who's like really strong that guy sucks like, brutal 
he just beats the crap out of Jackie Chan, basically, where he's like yeah. drunk on the floor. And when yeah, you yeah. know that, if you, when you remember that Jackie does all of his stunts, like that blood coming out of his nose and all that stuff, like that's legit. Like that's for real. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> the oh god, where, where did it go? Oh, the uh, <laughs> fast forwarding right after after Master Fu like flops over and, and when he dies, um, mm-hmm. just that I, I made mention of just the dialogue of. Um, Jackie's friend asking, he's like, what are you thinking? And there's this long, dramatic pause and Jackie just goes, nothing. And then leaves. <laughs> I don't even, yeah. That's he, great. He didn't say revenge or anything or, you know, I don't know, something profound. That's when you say it, but he didn't have it. That's okay. Yeah, yeah that was intense, though. Um, yeah. Man, oh man. I was legitimately confused when both Jackie and his buddy What's I don't know Barry the fishmonger. What the hell is his name? Um, I've got everyone's name in this movie. Yeah, hold on, I gotta pull that. Well, they fly through, and they don't. There's barely conversations other than when a character's introduced that they use anyone's sang? names. Sang fishmonger sang. Yeah. Okay. Sang and him both have the same idea to infiltrate the um, bad white people's castle, whatever the hell it is. The embassy. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was legitimately <laughs> confused. <laughs> it's that's a, and that's what they are, but uh. <laughs> when they're both in there um, and Jackie's just rolling through, dressed up as Nigel Thornberry. Never mind where he got that, but he's there and his buddy's also there. Um, I like that they're fighting each other until they realize who they are. <laughs> like, that was pretty good. Yeah. That is definitely a dummy that he pulls across the floor that was oh, a yeah, security yeah, yeah. guard because that was the lightest human body I've seen. <laughs> well, I was like, I sat there, I was like, is Jackie Chan just really fucking strong? No, that was a dummy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, but that was still funny. Um, but that, that's what I mean, though. That's just another dude that is part of Jackie Chan's um, crew that can fight for himself and isn't just a helpless mm. idiot waiting to get a slap in or something. So that's neat. Yeah. Um, but then they get to the caught. point where Jackie Chan's character is just like, hey, you guys got this. I'm gonna go take care of the bad guy. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When they get caught and then they get beaten, basically, like you just. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you see well, that's when his parents when they get the crap punched out of them basically they're getting boxed hard yeah right really hard <laughs> yeah and, and well then... that also shows too that like his family are good people because when they finally make the trade to get them back which was his dad giving everything that they have to the englishman the uh they were just like yeah they yeah they were looking it's at him lame. and they were just like yeah this isn't okay so they're like kind of understand that jackie's gonna go after him yeah um, actually just, just going back very briefly when they do get caught like mm-hmm. in the embassy and like all the lights turn on there's like 20 troops like standing there and then like all the really rich posh people come out on the balconies and start clapping and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, Disney villain type thing like what the hell is this it doesn't make sense because no dramatic fight just happened they took out one guard yeah you know <laughs> I also have a yeah. second question I would like to pose to the panel uh in the version I watched, what happened to the Englishman? Uh, you know. The English guy? Like, that guy, like, they beat... So he Jackie was, beats yeah. the guy Posed in the steel the mill, and then nothing resolves from the Englishman. Yeah, right. he's still a villain. <laughs> Did they get in trouble? Did they get caught? Like, what Pres- happened? Presumably. I think... I, I do think that there is, like... And, and this could be in reference to the production issue uh, being the final scene... T- uh, taking over uh, the choreography for the fight in the steel mill, taking over the last four months of production. Basically, the mm-hmm. director like 
leaving and being like, no, I'm not dealing with this. Um, it, it could be that they had intended on closing the story. If they shot it chronologically, that they would bring Andy Lau back to close off with like, mm-hmm. hey, you can't be stealing all of these things. Mm-hmm. You're under arrest now. I, there is definitely like a closure that's hampered. Um, that would have been perfect if he showed up. <laughs> like he didn't yeah. have to be in the rest of the movie. Right. If he would have just shown up, I'd have been like, hey. Yeah, and, yeah. We, and we got him. <laughs> we yeah. got him off screen. Full Even circle, if boys. you just show him in handcuffs or something. The ending was definitely sloppy, I felt. Uh, in terms I just of story. read something. Sorry, I've just read something. Is this, this is on Wikipedia. Yeah. So you have to go a pinch yeah. of salt. I didn't realize this. Okay. I've only just read it. Apparently, so this is talking about the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like at the end of the movie, the Chinese general presents Wong a commemorative. Oh, sorry, presents the Wong, so his family, a commemorative plaque in honor of them mm-hmm. fighting in the service, only to find that Wong has suffered brain damage due to his drinking. Hold that yeah, thought. Yeah. Hold that thought because we, we, we we'll get, get to it to later. Yeah. On. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yep. Okay. I'm yeah. Right. Yep. Right. Okay. That is why um, I said what I said in the chat earlier. Yeah. <laughs> No, I can't so believe. I, yeah, we'll get to that though. But you so know, here, here's my here's my theory about it because just in relation to this subplot is that I do think that the conflict with the director caused them to kind of drop shooting. I didn't know about the that. Conclusion so of that. Did he story. just leave or something? The director? Did he That's just leave? my understanding of it. That there was hmm. conflicts with filming production issues that resulted in the director, like Jackie taking over. It, the choreography and direction of the last uh, f- the last scene, the fight in the steel mill. Right. <clears throat> which is why he's cr- credited as a director. Oh, why uh, Jackie okay. Chan is? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it, Did they film that last or was it early what? in production? This yeah. is this is what I don't understand. My guess, based on the way that it's working, would be that they shot everything chronologically. Um, okay. I could see that. Just based which, on the locations which, used. Yeah, it could be, um, which would also explain why uh, logistically it would make more sense if you didn't need to have Andy Lau around the whole time, just shoot whatever scenes, get him on the train, and then get him right. for his closing thing. But what's yeah, the movie, no, I don't know. What's the movie like with 95%. Kurt Russell? Uh, Kurt Russell and um, Sylvester Stallone. What movie did they do together? Together? Together. Together. The Expendables. Uh, I mean, the who, didn't, who hasn't? Uh, I, I talked about you that. with it once, no. Graham, because I saw it and I said how it had the two worst opening lines I've ever heard oh, in a movie. Tango and Cash. Yeah, Tango and Cash. Uh, Stallone was not the director, but he basically directed that movie, and that's why it like falls apart at the end. It kind of feels like <laughs> what happened with this one. So that yeah. that's it's so interesting. Did Jackie just want to go a funnier route with it. Like they could have closed it out so well. I mean, he's probably, he was like, we got this fight scene. Let's just wrap things up. So I linked the, um, the every frame of painting essay on Jackie Chan, uh, which is a great essay. Um, but I've, I've also seen uh, interviews and, and what have you. Jackie is like, has a very specific ideology when it comes to filmmaking. And I imagine that there was probably a conflict that's not documented. Um, but, uh, what I read is the. Uh, in in our chat, the Every Frame oh. Painting, Jackie Chan, video oh, essay. Okay. Um, 
in that uh, if he had a specific ideology about how this final fight scene should be shot, and obviously it, it was shot to, I think, maybe perfection, um, if he pissed off the director who was like, all right, you want to take over this? You do it. I'm not doing this anymore. Okay. Um, and then without the director to handle the non-action stuff, maybe they're just like, it okay, just we'll just... Apart. Here's a like minute long scene of here everybody's happy and then we just close the movie out. We're not in the version I watched. <laughs> <laughs> and I um, think Scotty did too. Yeah, yeah, I've um yeah, before we get to any of that. Let's um, mention one more uh animal cruelty. They just throw snakes at people. It's <laughs> fucking like use the snake bullets. Yeah. <laughs> that the the <laughs> The lady character who just fights by throwing snakes at people is great. I love her. Well, she punched um, someone and she said, ow. <laughs> yeah. I and en- I uh, just flat out enjoyed how every female person in this uh, was not just a damsel in distress. Like it was surprisingly mm-hmm. progressive in that regard. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, She I, I think that it's funny. She has a specific like she clearly doesn't isn't that interested in learning martial arts. She just wants to hang out with Jackie and Jackie yeah. wants yeah. nothing to do with her. He's right. like, oh, yeah, uh, Sang will teach you. And she's like, no, but I don't want it. And he's like, all right, well, that sucks. Later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, I got yeah. my pheasant. Peace. <laughs> um, yeah, no, her throwing snakes is great. I, I loved, uh, like you said, the, the symbolism of Jackie showing up in all white. I don't know how much of that is symbolic versus like visual film theory. Right. Of, uh, because I do think that it's interesting that he comes in dressed in white and he's like, no, no guns. We're not going to be using like Western technology. We're like, we're just going to get them out of here. Mm-hmm. We want this to be our home. And as our he's way. fighting through the steel mill, he's getting grimier, dirtier. His clothes right. become more gray until he has to drink. I don't like, I like to think that there's a lot of symbolism there that I'm probably reading into because realistically, um, I think he's wearing white to show high contrast visually yes, um, in the kind mill. of fiery steel mill with right. the dirt on the ground. Especially but I think it works fighting. on both levels. It's just yeah. not necessarily. It's intended. a stretch, but I'll yeah. give it to you. You could, uh, <laughs> you, could you, you could definitely do a video essay on that, on uh, the colors and the contrast yeah. in this. Cause there's not, it's not a very, I mean, yeah, the, the package, the ginseng is in this bright, like muttered colored uh, yellow thing you know yeah. it could have been anything but you but you have that to keep track of him throwing it under his black outfit and other stuff like that yeah. yep. so um yep, yep, yep. we talked about how many uh, times he catches on fire in this movie especially yeah especially when he's fighting the fucking streets of rage mini boss with the dude with the chain on his hand dude, that was <laughs> yeah. great he, has yeah. a, he looks like freddie mercury with a fucking flaming chain oh it was awesome. great swinging the chain swinging the I chain he, he fights some of the other Jackie Chan's mates earlier on in the steel mill. And like one of them like hits him with the steel pole. He just blocks it. And the Ooh, steel yeah. bends. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, if Dragon Ball Z, if Dragon Ball Z's taught me anything, these parts of your arms can block anything. Everything. <laughs> anything. So, yeah. anything and everything. Pink, pink. You, yeah. you were given all the shields that you needed at birth. That's right. <laughs> the shin, the, um, uh, what are these? Yeah. Bicep. The Those forearms. Yeah. No, I was trying to think of the, of the like muscles that are in there. The shins but. of the shins are on, the shins of the arms. No, that's that what, yeah. Bring. No, I'm pretty sure another language shin is uh that's uh that language for uh forearms. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I use ring fit every day. 
Yep. I, I, what. I love I love Jackie's foot catching on fire, and That's he's like, good. I need to get it put out. Oh and my god! The way that they do that is throw a bucket of water for him to kick in mid air. Christ! Yeah. <laughs> Like, um, I got to do this. At, or like, you totally go and grab the bucket that you think is water and it's just dirt. That's yeah. like it took me out for a second. I was like, fucking Christ, that feels like a uh, like a Tony Hawk submission. You have to kickflip through the water. to put out yeah. something. <laughs> I think that might have been like <laughs> maybe maybe. Yeah, uh, hey, it looks that's cool. pretty great. That's all that matters. Yeah. yeah, no, the the steel mill fight, I think, is truly one of the best fight scenes ever put to film. Um the, the I mentioned good. I mentioned the uh, every Fairman painting video essay already, um, but there's some very interesting um, video editing philosophy that's on display here, um, with not inherently matching cut continuity, mm. but allowing the viewer to have enough time to process blows going out versus them being hit, making it feel more impactful you can catch it a couple times during this uh final fight scene alone um but yeah it's 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 all great like words don't do it justice it's, it's something that i really think you should just go out of your way to watch if that one the guy just uh what i dubbed reloading his legs when yeah. he was fighting jackie just like switching them around and only doing balancing on one leg. And like, I caught it reloading the legs because it was just unnecessary. It was like, so anime. It's so anime esque. Um, like it's just so over the top and it's great. It's so good. This, this style has to have been somebody is taught by somebody in Jackie Chan's action crew because it's the same style that's used in a rooftop fight scene. And who am I? <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the factoids, we may as well get to this, is the dude that ended up being, quote, the final boss who puts his glasses in his pocket and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what I'm not sure if this is true. Uh, Rachel was looking up stuff while we were watching it last night that he is or was Jackie Chan's bodyguard that took the place of the actor because the actor sprained his ankle during shooting. Mm. Is that right? Does anybody mm. know? Yeah. So, oh, no yeah, apparently the 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 the. There's a really, uh, in, in my version, the other guy who's quite a good fighter, who's very English sounding for some reason, right. the one who's in the in the steering wheel near the beginning who beats up all the workers, he was yeah. meant okay. to be the final fighter with Jackie Chan. Oh, okay. He oh. sprained his ankles or something. So he sort of became like a, I guess, a lesser enemy almost. Like, yeah. So like he was oh, so the one guy wasn't even supposed to be in the final fight at all. No, right. No. Yeah, that's what we're yeah. saying. Yeah. The oh, dude in the, okay. Uh, in, the, in the gray in the gray suit, right? Yeah. The yeah. real scumbag. The guy who yeah, I mentioned yeah, the, was reloading his cool legs. Kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you ever if you ever wanted to see like what Chun Li would look like in real life with her fucking kicks, holy shit, yeah. this guy. <laughs> but apparently he had to train for three months with those kicks and stuff before he could actually do the pass or something because yeah. I think he's a good well, fighter, but I don't think he knew that style. My legs feel like moves after that... squats. I can't even imagine. <laughs> the other Ken guy is credited as being in Who Am I, but it, they don't have his part listed. So, hmm. oh yeah, because uh... yeah, in if, I don't know if you know about this, Nick, but the so in Who Am I, basically Jackie's fighting um, this sort of Asian-looking guy, but also this um, guy who I guess is meant to be from Rotterdam, because uh, that's where yeah. the, the the movie set. He's like a tall guy um, who's really good with kicks. In, in real life, the guy couldn't take direction from Jackie Chan properly because he's meant to stand mm. still but kick kick at Jackie Chan. So mm -hmm. it's meant to be one sh wide shot, basically. But he kept moving forward. 
And Jackie genuinely got angry at him, which was like, no, you need to stand still. Yep. And so there's a few scenes where he basically got this other guy in who's in this movie um, um, and to do those same sort of kicks and stuff, but standing still. Oh, um, to teach Because him. this other guy just couldn't do it for some reason. I was, well, um, I mean, I, I feel like part of that is you can't prevent, like, that's just what your body's going to do is move forward because that's where your weight's going. But I don't know anything yeah, about but, it. Yeah, this is another way you know, Jackie's, like, really particular about how he wants something shot and stuff. And but the, the result, then, if you... If, if you ever do another one, you've got to check out Who Am I? Because I think the fight at the end of that is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a chef's kiss there. It's so good. That's great. I laughed for a second because at the beginning of what you were saying, you said he's really good with kicks, and I heard it as really good with kids. And I... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's Well, insane. what's, funny, what's really crazy is the guy that sprains his ankle and becomes a lesser, he gets his face burnt, like his eyebrows are gone, and he's at one point looks like he's wearing a wig. I don't know, like hundred percent. The shot right above him, that is not the same person. <laughs> yeah. It's it looks it's, like it's one of the crazy. Beatles or something. Like that's not his This hair. is the final fight, and then like you're like, okay, this fight ends, and then it literally after th- that fight's over, the movie wraps up within two minutes. Like not even like right. that yeah, quick. This is this is the final scene, essentially, this fight, especially yeah. with just when uh, there's so much fire involved, and I was like, "Oh, I know that's fake," but seeing Jackie's hands with the skin just falling off, basically. Oh no, yeah. Well, was... when he does, because I... they hold it just like, it? for one second too long for mm-hmm. you to notice, it doesn't look great. But you know, he um... walks, he crab walks over hot coals. Over the coals, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, big. Backwards. I feel like the big. Yeah, that's like the big scene of this because they did the slow mo. So, when I meanwhile, the dude's just giving like, a thumbs up as you can see down there. It's right below Scotty. That was like clearly that's that's fake coal. That's when I first watched this movie years ago. Nope. I was like, that's clearly fake coal. And then at the end, they sort of showed this is real fire and coal. He's crawling. They through. came in with fire extinguishers and like yeah. I guess it was like ice packs and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To yeah. to do that once and then decide no, I don't like how this looks. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. They uh, did it multiple times. Yeah. Yes, twice. I think just oh. twice. just just twice uh, and they just the- twice. Just yeah. twice, yeah. <laughs> uh, they they cut um, the parts that Jackie liked for both of them together. So there's it's not a hundred percent one to one if you watch it back. But um, yeah, the the kick. Uh, I I did notice that one of the issues that Jackie probably took is that the guy whiffs a kick to kick Jackie into it, so he just mm-hmm. kind of kicks at the air. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that thumbs up to the people off camera is just like, yeah, does that did that look good? Uh, that was definitely not. Oh, is that what that was? They that kept was it in the movie. percent because he's looking like over his right shoulder, yeah. and Jack is the only other dude. Yeah, he's we got it. Good. You know, yeah. Yeah. that's a big yeah. smile. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm glad I kept that, that in. Great that you grabbed it. Um, yeah, did it. Did it twice. Um, yeah, that's crazy. and then leading into just drinking the industrial alcohol. Which, yeah, that's probably fine. Totally. Which is, I mean, mm. he fucking throws up. I'm not sure if that was fake or not. I feel like he could have actually done that to himself. Um, yeah. I, who knows? I mean, it, it's like that. Um, oh, God. What was uh, what's that movie? Wolf of Wall Street, where uh, certain actors, you're, you're not supposed to eat the prop food. So when oh, in yeah. scene where Leo is supposed to be like eating all that sushi, he refused to not eat it. And until he almost got sick. And Jonah Lee was fucking with him by trying to get him to eat that piece. Because in the original script, Jordan's supposed to be eating, uh, Leo's supposed to be eating the sushi. But Leo is so sick from having done like 40 or 50 takes Mm -hmm. that Jonah's like, yeah, eat it. 
eat it. No, I guess I'm going to eat it. And that's the one that they ended up going with. Um, that's so fucking goofy. Hollywood is goofy. Yeah, so to that note, it's possible that Jackie Chan was just drinking over and over. Not it doesn't even have to be alcohol or anything alcoholic, but like too much. If you did that, if you did that take like a hundred times in that day, you yeah. could your body could very much just be like, no, absolutely not. He's supposed yeah. to be drinking industrial alcohol that they use for torches. Yeah. Or to re like throw on a fire to make it bigger. And he's just drinking it. Yeah. Yep. Like That's crazy. Yeah. I love it after the bit when he's after one of the bits when he drinks it and then like the sort of tough bad guy goes towards him but jackie just charges at him like yeah that yes. seems a little crazy yeah that like, his face scared me when it so was what red, I also, and, red in teeth so good <laughs> so what i wanted to say also is the whole thing is he's supposed to have redeemed himself and knows hey they're, they keep talking about, like, uh, if you have a, too much water in your life, you're drowned. But if you have just enough, it's the perfect balance. And I'm like, oh, he's going to be able to find what the perfect balance of alcohol is for him to be able to fight and still regain. Nope, doesn't matter. Yeah, no, bro. He's just going to get so <laughs> fucked up that now he's oh. mentally challenged is what oh, it is. No. <laughs> so um, I, I do what I, I want to hold back from that part because I we will probably go in circles on that for at least 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um the another factoid not to steal um but when they do lock up the uh the bodyguard and jackie um the bodyguard like is rubbing his chin like like jamming his oh, chin on into jackie's, jackie's eyes yeah yeah, yeah because, and then jackie does it back they yeah they're locked yeah. and they can't use their arms against each other i guess that makes sense like you could fuck up somebody's eyes doing that so it's it's a it is a gag it's a, a gag because people would make fun of his very prominent chin so he incorporated it into that lockup and jackie Wonderful. during that time is also uh like there are gags about jackie's very prominent nose which is why he does the same spot of rubbing his nose into that guy's eye all right um so there's this fucking there's... insider <laughs> the crimson chin at it again all right, fairly odd parents. Yeah. <laughs> Everything happens in this fight scene, though. Jackie does the worm for no reason at one point. Yeah, like, I wrote that on mine. The worm, the worm. I, I put it on my notes too. <laughs> I said Amazing. the worm, all capital. Oh, yeah. I, there's also the bit when just after he drinks it and he goes basically goes Hulk smash mode. He just like just yeah. starts destroying, just, yeah. like, just starts destroying stuff. Everything. Everything. It's like, yeah. I yeah. want to fight this building. Yeah, it, it's all great. There's like all a part great. where he like walks away from the bad guy. He's like, ooh, but then he turns back around. He's like, I'm gonna beat your ass. Like, <laughs> it was just so. It That's was the a, movie... a lot of it is just intense. Like when he, I know it's supposed to be funny, but when he's burping the bubbles, I'm just looking at him. I'm like, oh god, this is like disgusting. I, you're hard the... to. It's hard to find you funny because you look like you're about to die. <laughs> you know, the the, the third like bottle. I was yellow. like. I remember him drinking one and he drinks a second. I'm like, oh, that's a lot. Okay. And then he goes for a third and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And and when he when he does the little bubbles thing, like the his lips are colored blue. Uh, and it's yeah, like, Yeah, it looks yeah, like he's dying. This mm-hmm. person is dead. I like, mean, even yeah. when he vomits, it's like very sickly yellow. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's bad. The, the bubbles it's like he swallowed well, antifreeze. Another yeah. thing when I saw the bubbles, I was like, that looks fake. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, that really looks like it. And then was that cut. real? And they show the yeah, outtakes. The That's outtakes. 100%. In the outtakes, yeah. yeah. He's, He's doing, doing something to, to blow bubbles, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. That so. guy, it's like he's perfect for this podcast because we love practical effects and everything. Jack, yeah. so. Jackie yeah. Chan is the safest version of Jackass, the show and movies, basically. Yes. Like, <laughs> I forgot that he usually shows the like the bloopers are the stunts, like when some of the shit just lands on him and you just hear him go, oh, like yep. that mm-hmm. big barrel mm-hmm. thing. That fell yeah. on oh, him. Yeah. He didn't get out of the way fast enough. Whether it's or when he or lands not. on the chair oh. and that, that yeah, like that the leg painful. doesn't break and it just goes right into his back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, sometimes, right, right. sometimes in those outtakes, it's like the smallest little stunt that he does that has like a really bad impact on him. Like, You're yeah. like, this isn't funny. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's it's uh, only funny because you see him and it works out and it's fine because every every anything else. It, well, he just shows this... you like six bad ones and then you got one that's funny. You're like, oh, it's okay. And then you're like, oh, he almost broke his neck. Like, the, there's a razor thin line between what's funny and what's just oh no. And Jackass mm. made a show out of it. So yeah, 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 yeah it's a yeah. lot easier to compile all of the oh no <laughs> than it is to find right. the one that's funny. Um, but yeah. We're dancing around the ending. I think, now. yeah, I'm trying to see if there's, before we get away from the big final fight scene, I'm just trying to see if there's any other notes I had on that because that is just a good bit of the movie. But yeah, I mean, it's we about do 20 minutes. The long. one thing we we did, uh, I don't know if it's a big thing to mention, but even when he's fighting what would be the goon squad essentially for the big boss, one of the do, one of the goons catches on fire and Jackie stops fighting the enemy to put yes. him out because it's yes, still yes, like, yes, yes. he's still on fire. You're still all idiots. I don't want to fight you. Let me yeah. save his life. And well, then he, go back he, to he even says, really. like, hey, they're stealing Chinese history. Right. Are you going to yeah. let them do that? And they yeah. kind of hesitate, but they still fight him anyway. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it is important, I think, continually. And this is kind of where I bring up the gray getting dirty sort of thing, because he does come in all white and he is really trying not to fight right. people until he has to. Right. Um, and the more that he has to kind of roll around in the dirt, the more he has to fight these people that he doesn't want to fight doing things he doesn't want to do is kind of him getting dirtier. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I do think that they're I, I don't think it's 100 percent out of the realm of possibility, but I do think it is also a little bit of a reach. Yeah, no, I, I also think it's important to establish that, yeah, no, Jackie Chan's character is trying to still be the good guy here. He's not just here to until he does drunk and fight. Yeah, <laughs> until he does it. Yeah, but it does, like, I guess we'll lead into the last scene here, but he blows a bubble and then it just cuts to a ceremony or like some sort of like, cut. hooray, you know, um, which is not even on uh, this version. There's no English dub. There's no there's no dub. Uh, of oh. the final scene oh. of like the photos and whatever it is from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, weird. Cause the, the, the way the, okay. Both versions I saw after he blows the bubble cut to, um, Jackie's dad and stepmom and government officials. I'm not even sure. Was it like the signing thing that he went to, to it, help? It's his, his reputation has been redeemed and stuff like that. I guess the doc, yeah, the dad, I- Jackie's dad. I, I think he's getting like a, a a certificate, like recognizing that he's gotten his land back. Mm. They've they've pushed the embassy out of this town because they were engaging. They were using their political clout to steal and smuggle artifacts. Now that that's been definitively proven, they've given his land back. They're probably pushing things out. There's a lot of things that are assumed. Yeah. And so uh, the like officials are like, let's go say thanks to Jackie for what he did. Or do you have something before that, Corey? You were starting to say something. No, 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 no. Uh, Um, You're good. uh, And they're like, all right, well, he's not doing so great, but if you want to, 
Um, and there's a couple versions <laughs> of this. So they go to the same yard where like Jackie was getting beaten by his dad, and the stepmom said she's pregnant and all the that courtyard. stuff. And I already Cho was that the doofus's name Cho Cho is like banging on stuff hitting little claves and whatever and like trying to guide Jackie to learn um uh and he says to Jackie's dad and everybody walks in he's like oh he's learning blind boxing um because he's he got so drunk that he went a little bit blind and the stepmom's like only temporarily and only a little bit of brain damage apparently and then um uh Cho says to them he's like yeah blind boxing but it's also affected his brain a little bit and jackie turns around and does an incredibly insensitive impression of a mentally disabled person and that's how the movie ends i was literally watching this by myself no one else in the house and he turns around and does that and i just no one else in the house i'm watching this by myself in silence and that happens i'm just like whoa i was like yeah Oh, yeah, that's in our chat. That that's how the movie ends. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So you, there's another version too. that I think Graham watched. Go ahead, Graham. In my version, they just have like the award ceremony thing, and they kind of make a comment like, "Oh, where, where is cuts. he? Where's Jackie?" Basically, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. he's busy," and that's it. And then the cuts yeah. end. It's it. like a freeze frame. They take a picture, and it's like a picture of the family, and it's like that's it. Yeah, that's it. Not, no, he's not, not even the version I watched. Scene. No. No, oh, because when you said that, I thought you were referencing the one I saw because it just ends abruptly. So I was like, oh, yeah, no. Nope. This is yeah, one oh, of the but... worst things I've seen in a movie that's I supposed now to be coming. why they cut that out, though. Cause... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, but, yeah. Let me tell you, when they made that decision in 2000 for the North American re release, uh, you know, they knew in 2000 that that wasn't okay. So, uh, something. What's. There's no, there's really no defending it. Like, and I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try to. Um, the I'll uh, remember uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll give him that. I'll remember it. So. The apparent, the apparent intention is for none of those things to be true. Like all of them are like trying to cover for Jackie's character Wong Fei Hung being like a rapscallion because he's trying to do like he's got essentially uh, what I've. What I've read the interpretation is supposed to be is that he has gone back to his pranking ways. He somehow drank three bottles of industrial alcohol and suffered none of those effects and is, okay. in fact, fine. Um, and they want to cement that by him doing like a very insensitive joke, which is like he learned nothing from all of it. Yeah. Not that it it really did yeah, anything he's... to him, which is also not good. Like very no, no. bad. Well, he no. hasn't learned his yeah. lesson. This but, is just uh, another day in the life of an asshole. I yeah. think that was their attempt to quickly show, like, he's fine. In fact, he's so fine, he's cracking jokes again. A uh, he yuck, you know. Yeah. But, um, boy, howdy. Very bad. 95% of the movie, you have almost a 95% that is just amazing. And then it just, you stumbled. You stumbled yeah. right at the end. Right at the end. You right had the, it. You right had, at the this one is the yard Mr. Line, Big Head. Right? I only need one pin to win thing. That's what it is. I mean, it's very clear why they did what they did in in scutter, uh, scuttering like three seconds of film, five seconds mm. of film mm. that demolishes like something that's such very a good. strong movie. And I do think like this is my other suspicion with um, the idea that the direct like they were shooting chronologically and therefore the director had nothing to do with this last part because they close everything. They close everything at the 95% mark. Mm -hmm. they, they don't show fully 
like that the story arcs that they'd been building have closed. They just kind of imply it off screen. Yeah, the English or movie we mentioned the next is movie never there again. Like, like the I literal mean, crime boss dude is not anywhere to be seen or anything. You know, the yeah. English, the guy behind all the smuggling. That's it's just I mean, yeah. nothing happens to them. Mm-hmm. They just got pushed out. So again, that's why I think police story might be a little bit better because police story seems to have it doesn't stumble at the end. The, I will give it leg- that. I, I I pushed for this movie. I will say the, the Legend of the Drunken Master, the Jackie Chan dub, does not have that scene. So this is the childhood that I grew up with. This okay. is that is the version that I recommend people watch because it doesn't include that. And Nick you over really... here backpedaling real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I, I do think that like it's severely a product of its time and it's sev- like, like whoever Watch the version without it. I mean, yeah, the last version, really... or the last movie we just watched with the shadow, there's like three suicidal scenes and they're just like jokes. A dude bounces made off the of, side of a jokes. building, you know, yeah. and that was in the 90s, too. But woof. I yeah, no, I, <laughs> I really just I think that Jackie didn't know what to do with this last scene and nobody could say no to Jackie. Right. So he's just like, I'm going to do this. And and probably everybody on the crew is like, uh, OK, he's such a jokester. Yeah, he could beat our ass. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Just do it. Just we know close he can. Screen. He's done it to wrap this film. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I haven't seen my wife for 40. I've been on this one already. scene for four months. <laughs> I can't feel my knuckles anymore. Let's just do it. <laughs> you know. Uh, I think I think that's basically, that that's is basically the movie, right? The movie. We yeah. got a couple of factoids we kind of went through. Um, the one of them, one of them here again. Take it all with the grain of salt as the IMDb stuff that can be submitted by anyone. Uh, the seven minute fight at the end of the movie took nearly four months to shoot. Jackie Chan indicated that one day's filming typically produces three seconds of usable film. Jesus, so, I don't know how accurate that is, but I believe a part of it for sure. Um, that's like stop motion type, you know, those old stop motion things. You'd like yeah, spend yeah. days on it. It's like you've got five seconds of film. Like, yeah. But also, there's so much going on in those fights that a lot can happen in a solid three straight seconds without a camera yeah. change. So, you know. Um, and then an we did amazing, mention the hot cold. What's that? I was just going to say, like, an amazing, just like catch or throw or something like that. And you're like, all right. I understand right. why that took so long. So yeah. yeah, and I mean, we did but, mention the Jackie Chan, the Jackie Chan, the hot coals two times because <laughs> uh, he didn't felt he didn't have the right rhythm, quote unquote. So that twice nuts. Mm. What were you starting to say, Graham? I was going to say just just talking about like a a, a good catch and stuff like that. In the outtakes, they show that even that basic fan thing where his oh yeah stepmother like throws the fan at him and he catches it and they yeah, the quite hand. a few shots to do that. But it was quite a cool little yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he's like, ah. he didn't need to. They didn't need to do that, but then no. it's really cool. And that's yeah, why like the sort of movie. The equivalent got four of grown dis- adults talking about it on a podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, the equivalent of like spinning a revolver around and throwing it in the holster, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the so Metal Gear. I like the fact stuff. that he then yeah. goes on to use that fan to beat the guy with the, the chain around his, his wrist, basically. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. I, I think I, I feel like that's. That, I don't know if that is symbolic, but maybe it is of, of like the juxtaposition between like someone who's like really really tough using hard metal to like to beat someone up, but then he's got this delicate fan that he's like throwing around him. Mm-hmm. It's like I do him. think I do think that there's an intent for design. Like the steel mill is meant to be like this Western influence, 
mm-hmm. whereas the the paper fan is a practice in Chinese yeah. uh, ideology. So mm-hmm. I do think that there is supposed to be some symbolism there. Yeah, right. yeah, I, I feel like yeah, that must be intentional. But yeah, really good. I really liked. It's like yeah. subtle enough that it doesn't ruin them. It's not in your face, if that makes sense. That's why I quite. It like didn't. It. I mean, I. I don't know how subtle it was because, like, yeah, who would bring a fan into battle for anything? <laughs> so, you know, unless you're a Soul Calibur so character or something. Like guns, clearly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and oh, we kind of already mentioned the last factoid there. Um, so I have what I've dubbed the Tomato Gallery, which is when I find two reviews from Rotten Tomatoes and read them just to hear how stupid people are or how crazy of fans they are. Um, both of them are anonymous, so. Uh, let's, so I always read a great and a horrible one, five out of five or four out of five and a one out of five. Um, so we'll go with the 4.5 out of five by anonymous. Um, this is the guy who thinks it's great. So what, uh, we'll call him, uh, Cho. This is Cho, what he wrote about the movie. Uh, well, I just saw this movie and I got to say, whoa, Jackie fights like never before and leaves you with your mouths wide open. This movie is incredible. The fights are simply the best. The plot is really good and justifies the fights. Smiley face. We also get to see Jackie act acts a few dramatic scenes. Overall, this movie is excellent. After watching the end and the other fights, we are left to think, how the hell can Neo from the Matrix claim to be a fighter? Four and a half out of five. Wow. Good review. How, how indeed. And then uh, Mr. One out of five, or Miss whoever, uh, this is just some douche. Um, and their review, one out of five, is I knew a drunk once, but he was definitely no master. <laughs> that's just so depressing. Right. So I don't know what that says about the movie, but that's it for the tomato gallery. Close the doors on that bitch. Um, right. Squish. Mm-hmm. Squish goes the tomato. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> so this is when we go around the room, the digital room, and everybody says what they want to give this movie. Um, how many? We should uh, let our guests go first. I guess so. Uh, and wine bottles. How many bamboo bottles? Uh, wine bottle. How many skulls? How bottles many, with a skull on it. <laughs> yeah. How many skull bottles out of five do you give this one, Graham? Out oh, out of five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, I'm going to say something quite controversial. I give oh, it three point five. Bum 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 bum. Why is that? Uh, what the fuck? Or... Yeah, please. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. People love this movie as a Jackie Chan movie and they think it's really good. I don't rate it as one of the better Jackie Chan movies. I think it's got some really good moments in it. Uh, like, the most, pretty much all the fight scenes are genuinely really good. But mm-hmm. I think we've sort of touched on the story is not that solid and coherent. There's quite a few bits that's actually sort of either throw away or just don't remake a huge amount of sense or like mm-hmm. they lose, like, Characters, characters don't disappear come back and stuff. They, yeah, yeah, characters disappear. Like it doesn't feel like the it's ending off properly. And some of the early, some of the bits near the start, I found very kind of, I don't, I don't want to say boring, but like a bit too silly at times. And I was just yeah. like, ah, oh, this is. But th- then it starts around around the one hour mark. The last forty minutes are just brilliant, basically. Like, like it just something just get every everything just clicks and like all, all the stuff that happens, like all the dramatic stuff, um, really good. So I think it's got some really good bits in it, but I don't think it's the most well-rounded Jackie Chan movie. And I yeah. think definitely out of Jackie Chan movies, I'd rate way higher than this. Uh, yeah, which I think reasons. kind of what you're saying is what's going to lead to my scores. It's just not balanced. Like it has great fights, but then when there's not fighting, it's like, 
like the whole scene of switching out the ginseng for something else, finding a replacement, like that whole scene is too long, uh, just mm, flat yeah. out. Because it's you know? quite a right. funny scene, but yeah, it's, it's funny. a little bit too long, but yeah. it's just like, yeah. And it's good that it kind of comes back a couple of times with the guy coming back being ill and then mm -hmm. his dad like, getting really angry and like, you know, the dramatic scene. But yeah, it was just a bit... Dragging Jackie Chan out of the out of the courtyard, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. which is great. Which is one actually one of my favorite scenes. That that scene where he's like having a, the intense bit with his dad is one mm -hmm. of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. And it's not even a proper fight scene or anything. I just thought it was really good. Um, mm. Yeah, um, generally I like it, but I don't rate it as one of his best. Basically, that's okay. Three and a half. Okay. All right. What about you, Nick? So, I I'm going to split the review into two. Um, I think that the fighting, the the visuals, I would put it up there. It's it, this is considered a, a times one hundred most influential films for a reason. Mm -hmm. Visually, choreography wise, I, yeah, I do not think that there. I cannot think of too many fight action choreography that I can put above it. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. So on that level, I, I would happily put it. Give it five skull bottles out of five um all, oh, wow. we gotta take we gotta take the what it, his two scores and we gotta do some math <laughs> yeah and, so and we right. are going to all right so no skull bottles then you're giving it five out of five flaming chains is what i'm hearing <laughs> five okay. out of five flaming chains uh uh plot writing uh two out of five right. um yeah. i i think that the the plot falls apart and it's so sad for me to say that because when i was watching it i was thinking wow there's a lot of themes that I think are evergreen, like not even just joking about the yeah, boss making you work late. There's this idea of not wanting to bow to uh, imperialism, um, like yeah. this need for uh, your culture to still be protected and not allowed for it to be taken over. But so many plot lines just fall apart. Um, not even withstanding the ending, which just gives it a negative one on, on its own. Um, like having seen that as a 30 year old man, I'm strongly, wildly uncomfortable. Um, I think, I think if you do the math on that, that's a three out it's of a five. Three, it would be a 3.5. I, because oh, 3.5, it would be a 3.5, two, wow. two and five, seven out of 10, 3.5 out of five. Um, no, baby. Yeah. All right. Do you want me to go next, Scotty? Or would you sure. like to go? You can go for it, Corey. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to give it a 3.5. Uh, I'm going to give it 3.5 jeans. Uh, I don't know. Think of something funny, Scotty. Throw something in there. So, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Trees. Dead bonsai trees. Yeah. Yeah. Dead, <laughs> dead, dead dwarf trees. Dead so, dwarf bushes. There you go. Uh, again, uh, Wait, the for, fight choreography is phenomenal. Some of the, like, I was in awe of that uh, fight underneath the train, like in the very mm -hmm. beginning. I was just like, this is amazing. And just all of it. Uh, sound design is really, really good. Uh, that ending. If you're fine with how that ended, watch the original version. Uh, but if you're not okay with that, uh, watch the version, the dub version, I believe. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, and also too, just characters falling off, like that that story story parts, though the plot at the end not being fleshed out all the way. Uh, so yeah, I'll go ahead and give it a three and a half. Word, word, word. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go right down the middle. Two and a half okay. broken stepmom jaws out of five. Um, <laughs> Man, she's tried to stay in character with that too. <laughs> yeah, um, because I could really take it or leave it. 
I'm going to say out of the three Jackie Chans we watched, my favorite uh, in order of favorite to least, uh, Police Story, Rush Hour 2, this one. Um, yeah, Because I realized I should not try to take notes while I'm also reading subtitles because I was catching so much more the second time through when I just had yeah. English dubs and I just watched it. So, Or I should probably... I used to have enough time that I would plan out just watching it first and then taking notes the second time. I probably need to get back into that habit with uh, the well, We had four weeks to do this one. So. Um, yeah, but, so th- but again, like... Right down the middle, it was not, I didn't feel like, um, and I'm not trying to downplay the importance of the fight scenes and stuff, but this one was, I guess I'm just a dumb American that needs a good story with a good clear-cut villain, because Police Story didn't have that at first, but going further into the movie, you get it. Rush Hour, it's black and white, you know, in terms of who's the bad guy, who's the good guys and stuff, so. Right. Uh, Yeah, so two and a half. It wasn't bad. Uh, I mean, I own it, so I... Still, I bought it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what I say. Um, yeah, that's it's not it's bad because it's that some of the bits of it just so good. Like, like Nick said, it's rated like one of the top most influential action movies or something of all time. But yeah, yeah, the fight scenes are incredible, but it just yeah. doesn't like I would seriously find myself zoning out and not in a good way. Like, I was captivated by the fights, but at the same time, I'm like. I have to keep taking notes. I, I need to be actually engaged because it does get hypnotic was, with the fight scenes, but that's a compliment at the same time. So I was enthralled in every single fight scene. I was just like, it was all kind of the other stuff, like the Looney Tunes kind of things that I was mm-hmm. like, okay. But the yeah. fights, I was just like, I was in it the whole time. For sure. Yeah. We um, did it. We're still <laughs> saying, I think we can all agree, yes, give this movie a shot. It. Find it in some oh, way, yeah. shape, or form. Just, Just... Don't yeah, just find it and watch it because we it was yeah. so stressful trying to find a, a, a between the four of us. We watched th- three or four versions of this film. There's like so four just, different versions. Yeah. Yeah. So just find one. Yeah. Broad speaking, I think Graham's version is probably the best version. To yeah. Watch. So that, the, that's the, my opinion. Uh, Jackie Chan the punching through a North American white piece of paper. Re-released. Miramax. Yeah. It's an yep. inspiring box art. Yeah, pretty much. Well, don't get confused because that one's called Legend of the Drunken Master, but it is Drunken Master 2. Right. And that is not even Jackie Chan in this movie that's on the cover. No. (laughs) Like, yeah. I feel like this is Rush Hour era Jackie Chan, maybe. Oh, 100%. That's that's around when that released. Well, 2000. Yeah, it's probably considering the the time frame, they're probably trying to capitalize on his. 2000 era like rush hour right um, shanghai noon yeah that's why they um, took a movie from 1994 and decided to release in 2000 so yeah i guess so yeah, yeah. um but yeah you should go watch this this is like if you're ever doing a kung fu night this has to be in the list yeah mm. throw it in there um yeah. and if if you can't really can't find it i think i recommend that i think all the main fight scenes are actually on youtube just to watch independently which oh yeah, yeah. If you want to yeah, trim the fat and save yourself about an hour. So, yeah, <laughs> but I think it's definitely worth a watch. Just it's not his best. Yeah. Mm. Not the Graham's like, fuck you, Nick. <laughs> the, Please store um, your life for life, baby. <laughs> do you think I do you guys think I should include the Jackie Chan how to do action comedy in the uh, description of this episode so people can check that out? Is that I, worth? I think oh, he would yeah. be interesting. Yeah, I, I did not really watch good. it. I totally yeah. forgot that you recommended it. So I'm going to admit I just missed that video it's, entirely. It's so. genuinely very interesting. Like you're watching it like, oh, actually all yeah. of. Yeah, if I can just shout it out, all of every frame of painting is 
like it, it can really take your movie watching to a, a new level if, if in terms of mm-hmm. what you'll start paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And and my recommendation of Memories of Murder comes from um the video essay on ensemble staging. Um oh okay. He does. So there's another one of that too. But cool. yeah. This felt nice. like a family reunion. Like we haven't seen y'all in a while. Like <laughs> <laughs> sure. It felt good. So that in mind does the family have anything to plug that they'd like to tell us what we're what you're doing or anything? Uh, Graham, would you like to go first? I really don't have anything at the moment. I <laughs> That's hope fine. At some point to get back into maybe some video game podcasting, but watch this space because it's not happening right now. But yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I... life sucks sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what about you, Nick? Um, I have a cooking project that I'm hoping to release this year. Um, I'm probably going to release them on uh, TikTok because that seems okay. to be where stuff gets the most traction. Is this? Yeah, I know. Is this, what is this? But he's right. What is this? Um, I have been cooking. Uh, Brian David Gilbert produced a video with Polygon about the 78 individual dishes in Breath of the Wild. Um, I, as a, a completely untrained cook... Um, took it upon myself to make all of those dishes myself. Wow. Um, I am 50 dishes into 78. Um, I've got Damn. like 40 some odd videos shot and edited. Um, hmm. I'm going to start releasing them once I have, once I'm very close to finish, because I'm certain that uh, if I, I was doing them out. progressively, mm-hmm. yeah, I would get burned out. Um but on TikTok, uh, everywhere else that you could find me would be at the Nick Flair. I, I have that everywhere. Blue Sky, uh, Twitter, um, Discord, uh, everything. Um, uh, that, formerly that t- known as Twitter. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. Yeah. Um, the the TikTok platform would be uh, Thai Cooks Food, T-A-I Cooks Food. Okay. Cool. Uh, but I wouldn't expect that until later this year. Gotcha. I'm still jotting it down just to be safe. Nice. Corey? I ain't got shit. (laughs) We got, I mean, we got a marathon coming up that I'm pretty sure you're going to go into more detail about it a little bit. Uh, But other than that, I mean, again, life is busy. Uh, Work is good. I mean, got work to do, but uh, still looking into trying to get back into streaming. I got a lot of, this has been a really good year for video games so far. And I'm really excited about a lot of the indie stuff and a lot of the bigger stuff that's been coming out. And I've been wanting to pick up some of these games and start streaming them. So I'm hoping to do into that. Uh, hoping to dive into uh, Scotty. You showed me that Star Fox ROM a couple weeks back. I'm jumping in on that because I found out that you can get that on your Steam Deck. So 100% oh. looking into that. Uh, I'll share it with you, Graham. Okay. It's uh, it's it's a ROM hack. That, we'll go into it. I'll talk to you about it off the okay. podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, this is the worst year for a game like Starfield to release. <laughs> like everybody's talking about. Real good that. though, from what I'm hearing about. Everybody's talking about that, and I'm like, fuck. I really did have a lot of fun with Fallout Three and some of Four, and but now everybody's talking about Starfield. And I'm thinking this is about time for me to get into cyberpunk i think uh he yuck because i haven't even touched yeah. that now that it's fixed so it's just like Fuck even yeah. even my little brother who barely plays video games he's like you should play cyberpunk i'm like shit if even he's into it then i gotta it's gotta oh, be slightly interesting man. to me so. i had such a good time you have to hit me up scotty because i've i've been It'll, playing it it's it's gonna happen what's funny is like no joke when i got the pc i have now that nick helped me build 
the intent then was like, I'm going to have a PC ready for Cyberpunk. And then it kept getting pushed. And then when it came out, it's like, should I get a PS5 now? You know, so it's like never don't don't plan your PC builds around <laughs> game releases. Hey, you'll get it for dirt cheap now. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan, too, is like, who's got the best? Where is it? Nine dollars now. You know, where is um, it under ten dollaritos? Right. So it's yeah. No, it's good stuff. I'm actually I, I saw a streamer playing some of Starfield and I was like, um, when when I saw Starfield coming out, I was like, I'm not really that interested. I saw like 30 seconds of gameplay. They get into a, a ship and a f- bunch of power meters display about powering different systems in the ship. And I was like, God damn it. All right, now I have to play it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been I, playing it. And I think it's pretty good. Oh, good, good, good. I, 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 I bought... Skyrim um, was more captivating to begin with, though. I'm not going to say that. You said, um, what, did you say Skyrim was more captivating? Is that what you said? Yeah, I okay. Skyrim drew me in a lot quicker than Starfield has. That's fine. I mean, weirdly, I'm enjoying it. What I'm doing at the moment. God, he hates medieval though, so he might love this. No, I don't hate medieval. I just have never like I've always been the black sheep in my nerd friends. I don't care about medieval stuff, and I don't care. Oh, about so when are we watching Game of Thrones? God, I don't even Fuck that extended Lord of the Rings. Talk. Let him watch something good at least. Uh, <laughs> no, I. I Ask Scotty. I I trolled Scotty with a a, a Brian David Gilbert unravel video one time. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Maybe I sent him a out. video called the the music of Fallout, and it was like this analysis of what like why is there now musical evolution in Fallout? Everybody just listens to these old songs, oh, and it's a oh, long yeah. It's a very earnest essay by Brian David Gilbert. And at the very end, he's just like, oh, no, I made Ska again. And it ends with like a 40 <laughs> second Ska rip. I, I have the screenshots of it. And Scotty's like going through and he's like, wow, this guy makes some interesting points. Oh, I like this. This is like these are cool. At the end, he goes, all right, I got to the end. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that now. Yeah. So anyway, Graham likes uh, Skyrim more than Starfield. <laughs> Yeah. Let's wrap this up, boys. But speaking about video games, uh, this episode is going to release the day before the annual Dreamcast Marathon, which is normally 24 hours. This year it's only 12 hours because we're listening to our bodies. Because uh, we're old. <laughs> yeah, it helps out uh, kids in need in hospitals because we are still helping out Extra Life. We've already got $888 towards the $1,000 goal. Hopefully that goal will get bumped up to something else. Um, it's the most Hopefully. we've started a marathon with, which is really cool. Uh, but the uh, we also have some friends at Udon. They are helping us out. The Udon, the manga and art book, and just does amazing art. I'll let you see it for a lot of Capcom games. Um, there's a coupon that you can get if you donate 10 bucks or more during the marathon. So how about that? There you go. Um, but the uh everybody here has been physically part of it at some point so both nick and graham can vouch yeah. that it is a insane good time right it's awesome absolutely yeah, this marathon's going to be a little different but we got some good old classic staples still in there i'm actually uh, yeah. really sad i won't be able to watch it live it is dreamcast and more so we've got a third what? of it is dreamcast stuff and more includes such things as TMNT Shredder's Revenge or Gundam Battle Assault 2, uh, Metroid Prime Echoes, Four Swords, the Zelda game, Four Swords, with the GBAs. Um, nice. But yeah, we That's still got Daytona local? in there. What's that? All local? Yeah, it's local we, yeah, stuff. Yeah. But yeah, we... Four Game Boys? We do, oh, sir. 
what kind of nerds are we if we don't have four Game Boys amongst us? I'm bringing so much shit. I'm bringing yeah. so much shit. Got, oh, mine's mine's in the other room, but I literally bought a new battery for my SP because it was not charging. Um, I've got two modded ones. Yeah. I'm ready. Fantastic. Uh, but we, but uh, if everything goes according to plan, uh, Shredder's Revenge is going to have an open lobby that people can hop in on since that's up to six player. Uh, and we have Sonic and All-Star new Racing. Update. Yeah, Sonic and All-Star Racing Transformed is also on the list. We're hoping to have an open lobby for that. Um, and I should have had the schedule up in front of me, but that's how I plan things anymore. So it starts, it is on 9-9-2023, celebrating the 9-9-99. And it is on my personal Twitch page of Scotty Mo underscore Faux Show and my YouTube page streaming at the same time. And it starts at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, Saturday, September 9th of 2023. Whoa, time's ready. It that should be time. two o'clock. I'm ready for the time. Chicago nope, meetup, baby. Uh, no, I'm sorry. So three o'clock. Three o'clock. Yeah. Three Legitimately o'clock. heartbroken. I'm not going to be able to be there. It's uh, all right. See even to watch. That's okay. Um, that bottle will be up I, for a little bit. So I, the, I will need to. We'll have it locally over. Too. To the east coast again yeah oh yeah um the the, the reason that we do it or my twitch i'm not an affiliate so that i can stream on youtube at the same time not sure if that's even allowed i don't care i'm telling everybody on a podcast nobody listens to but that in mind it'll at least check yes. the the vaudle at least be up like immediately on youtube for everybody to watch so i yes i don't think that it matters unless you sign an exclusivity contract i have no idea i i kept saying i was going to look into it but I just want to show up. We don't have. We're not like doing any giveaways or anything this year. It's just straight up indie. Uh, no brand behind us except for Udon helping us. Um, but we're just raising money for kids, and we got. We do have incentives though, which we haven't shown off yet. Amazing. That'll be day of. Everybody can see the incentives. Ooh. I mean, we're Sonic, not eating anything Sonic this year. Is there, obviously. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I cannot. No. I cannot <laughs> confirm nor deny. <laughs> Ooh. Sonic Shuffle is part of this. We got to we got to him this year, Nick. So <laughs> I, if, if I if I if I commit to flying in 2024 to be there, you I, I will beg of you to put Sonic Shuffle on there. I hey, full disclosure, this isn't even trolling. I've come around on Sonic Shuffle because oh, like, yeah. like Jackie Chan's directing, I've learned to appreciate what they were trying to do, but boy, they fuck up doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. So, oh, I'm excited. You'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun, though. TJ out in Chicago is hosting it again because he has an actual house. Um, Incredible. Yeah, I think the the full the full cast of characters that's going to be there is T Bone, TJ, Corey, Chris, me, Rachel, probably Marson, probably fr- TJ's friend Matt. T Bone. Jesus, sorry, T Bone. No, you, you said T Bone. Did I say T Bone? And also T Bone. The Bone Zone. You started. <laughs> <laughs> you started with T-Bone. Be yeah. We're going to be yeah. riding around in the fucking adult van that we have. So, My mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to be great. Killer. So it's going to be good. All right. I'm and hungry, boys. Let's wrap uh, this up. Yeah. All I'll righty. just slightly plug my own shit real quick. I did an unboxing of one of the games we are going to play, Driving Strikers. I just did an unboxing of that. It is the first indie Dreamcast game that has online multiplayer and crossplay online. It's Rocket League for the Dreamcast, basically. It's good. I, I actually got that the other day. It just they uh it's it's a pretty neat little thing just did an unboxing of that and i did a pickups video of my trip to salem and boston good stuff uh but i think and then next episode 
that's all the plugs. Next episode, Corey and I are going to do the ranking of cinema. Part dose. Makes no sense to compare the pilot episode of Sliders to three Jackie Chan movies and throw Resident Evil in there and a couple documentaries. But that's it's a lot of fun. Don't forget about no Near Dark and yeah, don't near, forget about Near Dark Streets of, Streets of Fire. It's our 50th uh, episode. We did the ranking of cinema on episode 25. That was a lot of fun and made just as little sense as this one's going to. It was so, so dumb. It was so dumb. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm excited for it. That'll be the next one. And uh, yeah, so no, no movie next time, but the ranking will happen. Um, all that in mind, if you're getting a little bit of static, don't touch that dial because you are right where you need to be. The static zone. Oh. I'm being lazy with mine. <laughs> I appreciate that Scotty just throws his full body into it. Oh, it's like with it. Jackie Chan with the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does that twice. Around. Like you just don't care. Yeah, All right, we're out. Bamboo. Jackie Chan returns as the drunken master. Here's another one. Keep drinking. In the hazy world of the art of the drunken fist, there is a fine line you can never cross. Jackie Chan, Drunken Master 2. You can, you, yeah, you can whatever you want, whatever makes you comfortable, Graham. Because if okay. you're you, if you're gonna keep staring at it, then yeah, get rid of that wood. Get rid of that I wood. Start. I'm recording Audacity. Oh, he get left. rid of wood. Get rid left of the, wood. He left the call to do oh, that. Oh wow! All right, yeah, he, had, he, <laughs> he, turned, he turned off, off his. You know, he, he turned, turned off, off his camera, camera to get rid of that wood. So. Yeah, again, I, I'm pretty sure that. Scotty will have to correct me, but I'm pretty sure that's like a big uh, pre gig tradition for uh musicians right Get, getting rid of the wood before oh, the show for sure then... yeah wasn't it the clash or someone that did a circle jerk i don't know wait what <laughs> uh maybe it was the ramones some rumor some i was recording rumor. that <laughs> you fucking asshole right? i was recording that <laughs> some uh i don't know what people say i'm tweeting at the clash <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're they're on Oh, they're on. Did they get a Blue Sky oh, account yet? Are they on X? Are they on X Factor? <laughs>